I I was hoping any of you guys would go, but uh, I didn't. No one was going, so I went. I brought a couple friends, um, guys that I, you know, jazz guys. So it was a guys' night. It's cool. It's three of us. You have like a group of friends that's just the jazz guys. Well, they they're they, <laughs> like they I have the friends that would be like, all right, I know they're Yankees fans. I have my Yankees fans crew that I know I'll take to the game. <laughs> who who are the jazz guys? I'd love to be Sammy Davis and the <laughs> fucking. <laughs> who was you with? <laughs> the Rat Pack. Louis Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> the rat pack. Who was you with? The jazz guys. Yeah. Like I don't have any friends that I could call like, hey, it's jazz night, fellas. We're going out. The name of the group chat's Harlem Knights. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. No worry, I'm in through a whole nother bag. Wow. It's not the old one. Run up on this Rory, I'm clicking until it's over. Still a put a snow on a mission to Minnesota. Come on, you know the drill. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, to a new episode of the new Rory Mall podcast. I am Mall. I'm Rory. And Rory, we are back, man. Did you welcome back Mace when that song came out? Oh, that was a fire did. song. Oh, man, I was Harlem shaking all up and down Lexington. Mm. You guys forgave him when he ran to Atlanta? I did. I did. Welcome That's back. Mace. That's Bethel. Okay. You gotta, we gotta forgive Bethel. That was a good tune. That great, was a good comeback great record. record. Great record. Today, that, I think that record would be bigger. I think that fits more of like, I think that would go crazy on TikTok today. I think that would go crazy on like Mace socials. at that age now yeah. or like Mace now? No, no, no. Mace <laughs> at that age now. Okay. That record yeah. now. I'm with you. I can go see crazy. that being a TikTok record. Oh God, that would be a crazy TikTok record. Oh uh, yeah, the DJs would fucking go nuts yeah, with the remix. Yeah. Sorry, Coy Larray. Mace is back. Yeah, I think I think about that a lot. Like certain records that came out, I'm like, damn, if that was now. I mean the entire South movement with the snaps and dances Ooh. and shit. Yeah. Like, oh, Soldier Boy stuff. would be because yeah. of what he did with oh, ringtones. Imagine what Soulja Boy would do with TikToks. And we're going to get into that because I saw that trend on Twitter and y'all are bugging for taking those food stamps. Wait, question. So what were, what would be other songs that you guys feel like would be hits now? Laffy Taffy would go nuts on oh, TikTok. Oh, yeah. Laffy Taffy. Oh, yeah, like yeah, absolutely yeah. nuts. The um, whole Snap era. Also, these were hits at the time. No, but I'm just saying, I think now with social media and the presence of like TikTok and things like that, it, they would be bigger. The artists would definitely make more money. Oh, yeah, for sure. Bigger records. Um, Come on, Chicken Noodle Soup, if it came out during the TikTok era, it would be performed at middle schools, like across the country. Actually, why isn't Webstar like snatching up a bunch of young artists and just making records right now? Like, he should be doing that for the, just for the sake of TikTok. For I get you. He's a little old, though, right? Um, to produce? Oh. <laughs> just to produce a record i'm not what's saying the, he has to what's be the consensual artist. age of yeah and, and he's signing he's too old like he's younger than like some of the hottest rappers right now so it's not su- no such thing as too old but yeah like guys like that like web star and ron a browse. lot of the, a lot of the snap era guys mm-hmm. who ron browse browse like yeah. a lot of those guys right now i would strictly just be making music strictly for tiktok mm. or just have People do those same exact dances. Like that's it'll be brand new to the kids. They won't know that shit is from 05. Yeah, everything comes back full circle. You know yeah, that. Just just pitch it a little bit and have Coyle Ray do it, and you're good to go. Oh, another, re- resell Laffy Taffy, repackage. They came out, uh, they, they did an interview with Michael Jordan. They asked him what was his favorite sneaker, his line of Jordan's, what was his favorite sneaker all the time? And it was the one that I said, the Concord 11s. Greatest sneaker ever. I just thought I'd put that out there. Like Mike Stanley, well, that's his favorite sneaker ever. Jordan's not really the fashion icon that I look to. <laughs> Big ass. Jordan? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, no what's I'm his, just, fa- what's his favorite denim? I'm just talking about sneakers. <laughs> yeah, <it's> nasty <laughs> denims. Mike be having it's on his the favorite button up. He be having on the nastiest of denim. But no, mm. he, he stamped it. The Concord 11, his personal favorite sneaker of all time. Mm. Okay. That's the greatest basketball sneaker ever. And that's also why he's the best player of all time. Why? Because of the Concord 11? Just because. I mean, we don't got to get into that. They, they know what it is. <laughs> In terms of loving white women, Michael Jordan wow. or 
Julian? Never mind, I forget it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I think Michael Jordan's wife is, is Latin. Hey. I'm well, I'm talking about the women he really loves. Black. Yeah. The, <laughs> that's don't do that. See, because now you're about to go on so totally dead. Don't do that. Don't so about Larsa's sis or like his new wife? Larsa's sis? That's crazy. Um, so yeah, we're back with a new episode uh to talk to the culture. Hi, culture. Larsa's in-law. No, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Forget it. Uh so what's going on? We haven't seen each other in a couple of days. I saw uh Julian, you were out at the blue note. Trying to be eclectic. Yeah. Julian, we gotta yo you you yo like your bag away from work is like really interesting. Like you at the blue note. Like what are you doing? How is that? All of you should like you. I mean, just let's just talk about Julian. Can we talk Mm. about Julian for a second? You just you 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 go to all of these dive bars in Manhattan, and then you go to like like Ludlow House. Yeah, and then you're at the blue note. And then you can also go to the little baby show. Yeah, and, and get then, you someone who can do both. And then you drop the Ew. then you drop the picture in the group text with a whole charcuterie board like set up. Like oh, I missed that line. one. Oh no, him you and Benner had that. him and Benner were like, that. oh my god, like no, you should you you should have tried the natty. The natty Wait. is such an amazing bottle to go with the cheese. I'm Wait, like, like natural ice beer? <laughs> call that natty ice? I'm like, yo, what are y'all talking about? Like twenty four ounce. How was the? Uh, first of all, shout out to Terrence, Terrence Martin, uh, and Aaron Ray. They were at uh, the Blue Note. They were. The last show, Aaron's last show there is tonight. Wait, you had cheese and wine with Benner at the <laughs> yeah, Terrace Martin this. show? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. He just that was at home. That was, okay. that was at home. That was just a Tuesday. Oh, okay, that's a Tuesday flex nice. right there. All right, I, I see you. what you was trying to do. The Look prosciutto, the okay, the prosciutto, pretzel, yeah. chi- pretzel crisp bites. You invited a chip the back. Blue and diamond. Was like, oh, didn't realize I left all this out. The, oh, <laughs> the pistachios and the lightly salted blue diamond. So almonds. See, you don't never, you don't never see. That's this is the thing, bro. It's you watching don't never have the pistachios and the almonds. Julian is a man of the people. He has pistachio almonds. He has the candied pecans. Don't discriminate. Uh, he right. has the strawberries. He has four different cheeses up there. Of course. I just want to know what did the bathroom smell like? <laughs> oh come on, like, let's get to that. You know, you know we know, we know what it looked like on the table, but mm-hmm. what did it look, what did it smell like coming out? And what did her butt smell like after? Yeah, what her butt. And smell did like? you indeed eat it? With the strawberry. Uh, he we're not on Patreon, are we? Oh, yeah. oh I'm so sorry. sorry. So sorry. sorry. Forgot where we were. My so bad. sorry. Definitely a prosciutto out her ass. How was the Terrace Martin and uh, Aaron Ray uh, uh, showcase? It was, it was amazing. Um, I, I was hoping any of you guys would go, but uh, I didn't. no one was going. So I went. I brought a couple friends, um, guys that I, you know, jazz guys. So it was a guy's night. It's cool. It's three of us. You have like a group of friends that's just the jazz guy. Well, they they're they, <laughs> like they I have the <laughs> friends that would be like, all right, I know they're Yankees fans. I have my Yankees fans crew that I know I'll take to the game. <laughs> who, who are the jazz guys? I would love to be it. Sammy Davis and the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> who was you with? <laughs> the Rat Pack, Louis Armstrong. Yeah, <laughs> the rat pack. Who was you with? The jazz guys. Yeah. Like I don't have any friends that I could call. Like, hey, it's jazz night, fellas. We're going out. The name of the group chat's Harlem Knights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. And they've never been to Harlem. <laughs> No, they're uh, they they all went to Tulane, so they Tulane. Know, they're all just jazz. Got it. The Tulane jazz yeah. goes like jazz. Yeah. I get they, it. Yeah. They had a residency at LaGuardia High School. Yeah, no, like, I know. It was a good it. night. It was a great night. Were they snobby about it? Like, no, no. They they're big fans of Terrace and Aaron. They saw them both there like five years ago or so. Was the last time they saw them there. So they were due up. Uh, they saw. We went to a show there a couple weeks ago, but this one's obviously more exciting for. Mm. For all of us, it was a good time. I'm gonna try to catch the show, the show because the last show Aaron Ray is tonight, right? Yep, I might. I'm gonna try to catch that. I'm gonna try to catch that set. I am too, but like we should bring some other people. I 
I don't know if like you're not my jazz guy. Yeah, like, I think it's I'll go with you, but yeah, we should no, have like we can go. We can go. We like, should at you, least have two women there as well. Yeah, like you can go first. Like go inside first, and we then can like, sit at different tables. Yeah, sit at different <laughs> tables. You go first. I'll I'll go inside second, and yeah. just act like we don't know each other once we get inside. If Molly isn't your jazz guy, what is he? He's my co-worker. business partner and co-host. Oh, that's boring. And, you needed, and you needed him to say Aww. that. Oh, look at friends that. first. Julia, friends first. I, find it I just feel like attractive. I can't go watch a crip play jazz music with you. That's all. Like just the two of I us. I feel like that makes perfect sense. Like us going to watch a crip play jazz. I think that makes perfect sense. <laughs> That's lit. It's on brand. Yeah, like that makes sense for us. Did, I think I think we could be there. Did any of your purest jazz friends like mutter under their breath, like, oh, I wish he'd stay in his lane? <laughs> wow. No, like go back wow. to the hippie hop. Wow. No. Wow. Wow. Definitely not. I don't have that. Wait, Demaris is about to give me a compliment. No, I was just saying I, I would find a group of men out um at a jazz event very attractive. I call that cat. No, I, I call that something else. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> that's not hip hop. They, w- they wouldn't be interested in Damaris. No, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't wouldn't even notice Damaris in the room. They'd be like, "Excuse me, the tenor is playing." Um, <laughs> what, what type of guy? If if you had two tickets to the Blue Note mm-hmm. for tonight, do you have a guy in mind? Obviously, don't say his name, but like yeah. running through your Rolodex, is there a certain guy you can and cannot bring or girl to the Blue Note or girl? Like, do you have a guy that would appreciate jazz night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does he get like weekends off? They let him out on the weekends. Yeah, he's on work release. So he's on like three months. <sighs> anyway. What time is his monitor to go off? He has to be back in the house at, at midnight. <laughs> he used to listen to jazz records in the law library. <laughs> Sounds like a great movie. That's <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. You don't remember? Brooks, Brooks opened uh, the, <laughs> the library. I'm and sorry, Demaris. You were saying. They got a record I, I player from. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. They made a woolly man. <laughs> Yo, the amount of people in Shawshank Redemption that were murdering in Maine is never not going to be funny to me. <laughs> that's a, don't do that because that's a great movie. It's one of my favorites ever. Classic movie. You, you. I keep telling you, you remind me of Teddy Dufresne a little bit. Damn, Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. I'm sorry. Well, well that's, with Teddy. that's Teddy. Sucks, I, was, I was watching I'm, Snowfall last night. I've bad. been very vocal in saying that I think Andy Dufresne was 100 percent guilty and one of the biggest that. sociopaths on earth. He was not. Man. He was not guilty. But anyways. Why were people murdering that many people in Maine? What else did it do in Maine? That's Go true. fishing. They were fishing for bodies out of, <laughs> out, of, out of the river. That's what they were doing. Like, how can you get mad at someone in Maine? Maine is actually a pretty, pretty uh, place, though. I've been to Maine before. I've never been, but I would imagine it's kind of Vermont, like Canada. Vermont is very pretty, too. Been to Vermont. Yeah. Burlington. Burlington. Good I've never coat, been to Burlington. Good coat factory. Burlington. Yeah. First time I went there, I put like three uh, triple fat gooses on layaway. Great people. What? Great people at Burlington. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Aaron Ray at the Blue Note. Check yeah. him out. Yeah. yeah, I want to go tonight. I want to catch that last show tonight. Uh, hopefully, I can uh, make it down there to check it out. But uh, if I don't, I'll definitely. Uh, who's? Do we know who's going to be with Terrace after this? Uh, I don't remember. DJ Drama. Nice. Shout out to Drama. <laughs> yeah. Drama's been doing a uh, text to group chat last night. Uh, did you go to the, the album release? No, I was in the tattoo chair. I wanted to go to the album release and I wanted to go to the Blue Note shit, but I just ended up. Continued to get tattooed. Yeah. So. Shout out to DJ Drama. Uh, the, the the rollout, the all of the uh, the pre, uh, the releases that he's been doing, the whole juice thing has been uh dope. DJ Drama album is out today. If you're listening to it now, it looks like 14 records, a lot of great features. We heard some of it um before yeah. that that sounded amazing. So I'm excited for Drama. I know he's been working really hard on this. Um, and the mixtapes have been great the past year. So I don't doubt that the album will be even better. Uh, so go pick that up. Shout out to Drama Lake Cannon all. 
everyone that, to the whole everyone team, that I've man. called family read it. You know, shout out to the crew. Shout out, shout out to the whole team. This definitely sounds good. Uh, the, the records that I did hear sounds really, really good. Which mm. ones are you looking looking at the track list, right? Which we'll have on the screen for YouTube. Which ones? Which features do you think you're really gonna like? Okay, so this is we not me just trying to get back in good graces, but he did play us the Jack Harlow Oof. record yeah, when we were Saw. in Atlanta, and Saw. I really liked it. That beat was fucking crazy, and Jack went off. Uh, and I'm sure they finished it because it sounded very undone at the time. That Nipsey one was yeah, crazy. I was about to say yeah, Ray's different. Real. Nip and uh, Jeezy and Blast was the one he played that I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's hard. Sci High and La Russell went crazy on the outro, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross Saha, where the album at, man? That Uzi 42 Doug one was great too. Yeah, the stuff. I mean, the stuff that he played us sounded great. So I'm, I'm excited to to sit with this. I'm um, excited in its to final hear form. The Wiz Khalifa, Ti, and Simba. I'm excited to hear that for some reason. I don't know. I kind of like that mix. I just like uh, the fact that, that drama is like he played that for us. Yeah, that shit was fire. Really? Yeah, actually, if I remember correctly, Wiz went crazy. Mm-hmm. And this is bad content because people can actually listen to it right now. But that's fine. We're recording on Thursday. So. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and we uh, heard this in like. November. It's good. Because we're way cooler than you guys. Yeah, fuck. Just, we're so industry. Totally. Like, oh, you guys finally getting this album? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And Ter- oh, one Terrace was there, too. So Terrace was like, tie-in. <laughs> it's definitely a tie-in. One of yeah. our jazz friends. Uh, shout oh, out to Drama, Glad, glad you guys are finally getting this. I've been at it. Mm, <laughs> Ew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else we got coming out this uh, today? Any other music came out today? Uh, well, Tyler just put out two... Um, Lucy's from he, it's a deluxe. I know he's trying not to call it a deluxe. It's records that didn't make the album. Uh-huh. It's the uh, call estate me if you get lost sale. the estate sale. Let's I'll, just call it what it is. It's going to be a deluxe. But Tyler does things better than most people, so I'm sure it's going to be much better than. Just and I, Lucy's. I just like that name, the estate sale. Hard. Yeah. I like that. Like that's you know what I mean. Like hard. I like that. Wait, is the album hard or are you hard? Both. Okay. Yeah, just that's not hip hop. Been having a big hard on. <laughs> well. He was getting hard for men and women uh, in the recent record. Sorry, not sorry. Hey, there you hey, go. Good time. Um, yeah, he put out two records. Uh, is Tyler playing with us? I used to think he was playing with us. Wow. But I will I'm say asking. after Sorry, Not Sorry coming out yesterday, I do believe him. Great if you want to pull up the lyrics to Sorry, Not Sorry. Wait, do you believe him about what? About him, about him being voice. bisexual. Oh. I, I did used to think because the older generation gets so weirded out and gets so homophobic, he just would find it funny. Mm. So he'd go above and beyond. Like, oh, like your Nas mentor, X. for example, um, he loved to get homophobic with. Maul's not homophobic. Well, well it actually worked out because Flex and Maul are both homophobic. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> How I get through that? <laughs> he, he brought you in. I was about Flex the whole time. Yeah. How I get through that? <laughs> um, but yeah, the Sorry Not Sorry record's crazy. The video's really dope. It's uh, him dressed as different parts of his career and kind of just dealing with the identity of, of every album type shit. And then he beats the fuck out of himself, but he does say, sorry for hiding the guys and sorry to the girls that I lied to about being bisexual. It, this was, this wasn't what he has been doing before. Like this felt very sincere and very honest that this has not been a troll. I think he leans into it more because he sees it makes people uncomfortable and it's funny. But this felt like an actual All right, so confession. question. If he is joking around about this, does, does the LGBTQ other, I don't want to miss any other letters. I know that we've added some more. Just plus. Mm, just plus. say plus. If, do they have a right to get mad <laughs> Squared. At, at Tyler for Squared joking about that? Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I think he's been a, a good like, representation. Let's ask our resident, residential gay correspondent, mm. uh, Damaris. Oh, I thought you about all Eddie. women. I speak for all gays. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is Does, a great do you feel like Wear Tyler, hats. if he was joking about this, wigs. he has a, a, a like the, the LGBT community, community, do they have a real legitimate reason for being upset with him if he is joking about uh, being gay or bisexual? The LGBTQ plus community will always find something to be um, upset about. I don't think that this is something for them to be upset about. Okay. Me personally, but one of them might say that he's... Someone's going to be tight about something. Yeah, Some somebody's going to yeah. be tight yeah. about something. So They're, they're often butthurt. <laughs> Anyways. Right. Yeah. Um, but as far gotta, as like... We got to mute his mic. Yeah, for bit. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but as far as like his audience, like... All right, we've, we've jokingly talked about the conspiracy that Lil Nas X maybe isn't gay. We know that a lot of his audience is from that community. I saw a little Nas X at LAX. He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> he hit on you? I, I, no. He was in Sephora at LAX? I, no. I, the way he was walking, I thought he had wheelies on. That nigga was floating. <laughs> Damn. He, That's kind of fire. He had, like, he had the wheelie he shoes He walks on? like Prince? Bro, I, 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 I kid you not. Like, I was like, I'm look, you know what it is when you just got your You're suggesting on? gay men glide. It's just a That's certain kind of walk. Cool. Like, it's a certain walk where you know, like, like, all right, if if one of my homeboys was to start walking like that, I wouldn't want to pull him to the side and have a conversation. Like, what's up, fam? Like, you well, want- we have a long shot camera. Get up and show us. I can never walk like that. This is not in my DNA. <laughs> like, we'll be like wet the bottom of your foot, like your sock. Hey. You like slide. Anyways. So I looked said, up, I looked uh, up and little Nas X was just like floating through the terminal. It's kind mm. of baller. I thought that he was on a hoverboard. What if he was okay. late to his flight? No, he was he wasn't late to a flight. He was dolo? That walk. No, he had, he had two security guards with him. Mm. But I was just like, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, nah, bro. Because I thought that too. I'm like, Yo, is this is this real? But is what's really the gay, gay walk? Like, if he was... It's just a certain uh, sachet. It's was like a sachet, sachet to the walk. Yeah, it's like... A it's, sachet. It's almost like a, it's almost like a couture walk. You ever see like when the models are modeling couture? Mm-hmm. It's a certain walk that they have where it's like, you're going to see every fabric of the garment. Okay. That's cool. And Little Nas X was walking like... Not only was he early to his flight, mm. but he was walking gays, like gays are naturally on time, always on time. Yeah. But he was walking like the flight wouldn't dare leave without him being on board. So mm. it was kind of like, yes, I'm early, but even if I was late, the flight isn't going anywhere. All right, what we've all heard the conspiracies about Michael Jackson's voice being completely different than the one that he. You know, what if you caught Lil Nas X like mm. he dipped off to the bathroom and then he just started diddy bopping like that's how he walked. Oh, like he was on his college associate? Yes. <laughs> then what would you think? I would have said, aha! Caught I knew you. he was lying. <laughs> what if he was going to piggyback ride from his, his security guard all the way through the tunnel? Nah, that would have been a little too much. That would have been, been like, oh, come on, man. Well, my point being with little Nas X thing, obviously a lot of his fan base is from that community. So if our joking conspiracy was true, I could see the community getting upset because yeah. he is definitely, in that case, would be exploiting for a fan base. I, I, does Tyler have a huge fan base within that community? No, they hated him, remember? Yeah. For like Early 90% on. of his career, he mm. wasn't cool with that community. Yeah, but I mean, he surpassed all of that. Tyler's a superstar. So like, like he, I feel like as a straight man, I can speak for the gays here and say they should. They have no right to be mad. No, good. Stand out there on that, <laughs> on that ledge by yourself. You're not allowed to feel anything. Uh, yeah. Little Nas X quit R- Raya and stopped dating famous people. I don't know, Julian, if you caught one that I know you're a Raya assassin yes <laughs> that's why i haven't seen him on there yeah 
<laughs> he quit. Well, what, what, are your, what are your settings on? <laughs> no, Rise is different. It just, you see guys and girls. It's not like it's different. There's, remember I showed you like the map? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I just assumed your settings were on both. That's why no, I didn't not. know it was. So Riot part. has everybody that's on Riot on a map. Like, yeah, you can kind of. So it's kind of like on X-Men when mm. uh, <laughs> Professor X was inside the, the lab and he saw where all the other X-Men in the world were. It's probably what they Same designed thing? it after, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I'm not really a comic book person, but can someone explain to me why Professor X was like this really amazing, intelligent guy, but he, he couldn't walk? He was a mute. Like, Yo, why oh, couldn't he? I, but you feel like he could do all that. He could cure his legs, no? No. The, he was still paralyzed. <laughs> but like he could do all. He's just a just, telepath. Just think harder. I feel like if you could do that, you could like think your way into walking. You could float. He could float. He could talk little Nas X. Do a little Nas X walk. See? But again, I don't. Again, I don't look at comics like that. I'm not in that world. I just never understood why he was so smart, but also, like, couldn't. I could see another TikTok happening. Didn't Professor? (laughs) (laughs) He took a bullet to the back or something like that. Yeah, he took a put it. So did so did Drake, and he walked. And had a crazy rap career. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy's name is Mr. X. You're not a professor anymore. So Drake has more powers than Professor X. Yes. That's, but this is a cartoon. Like, uh, what's, what's my man's name that, that's super smart? He passed away, but he was in a wheelchair. Oh, oh Stephen Hawking? Yeah. yeah. Like, that I, that I understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, because that was real life. Because that was yeah, real life. that was real life. But, like, this guy, can, <laughs> this guy can come up with magic. Like, you can't magically walk. Te- telepathy. Yeah, I think you... I, what I, is yeah. it? If, you can, if you're telepathic, you should be able to walk. Uh, I don't, but that's a different skill set. That's <laughs> not the same it's thing. It's not the same thing. Yeah. All right. You walk because your brain tells you to walk, right? Um, oh, yeah, man. That, TikTok, I mean, that TikTok is coming. It doesn't come from the lobe. It has more. It has. It has more like to do with like muscles and 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 mm-hmm. your spine and things like that. But yes, the brain does send a signal to your legs when you want to get up to walk. His spine is damaged. Yeah, but regardless. if you're but if if that but if the nerve, spine takes a bullet, if that nerve is severed, you yeah. can't do it. And yeah. then if you're that smart and your man's could also heal himself anytime he's he gets hurt, smart. why can't Wolverine fix this motherfucker's legs? It's not that he's smart. He's a telepath. Because Professor X doesn't have an- Annie Antium in his blood. Annie, we'll oh, like the, the pretzels? No, that's no, that's Auntie Anne's. Oh. That's Aunt Anne's. Yeah, I like his friends child. can control the weather. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like all of Biden's friends can walk. <laughs> they get the pack from Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> walk for days. Yeah, I wasn't gonna talk about Biden. I promise you, I wasn't. But, but? did y'all see when they cut to him when they were talking about the and 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 prayers and condolences to everybody in Tennessee affected by the. The school shooting, um, mm-hmm. that was like a anytime kids are involved, it's like it's super it's it's insane that this is not the first like I think that's like the 129th yeah, mass I think shooting. It's t- ten at this time last year. I think there's been ten or twelve more shootings at this point uh than there were last year. And by the time you hear this, it probably add two more. It's, that it's insane. Um but they cut to Joe Biden. He was supposed to address the whole uh mass shooting at the school, and he was joking about chocolate chip ice cream Mm-mm. when they cut to him nope misinformation that, oh he got that from tucker nope yep. <laughs> he, got that from he tucker? did yes I'll, that, tuck, tuck that that? What, he was that? going to do a briefing he was briefed on something completely different than that what happened was when he walked into the room that incident had happened he was unaware of what had happened he went in under the impression of doing a different type of briefing a lighthearted one so he just went in with a jokey thing <laughs> and then Shortly after that, that's he was it. informed about what happened. And oh, so when they to, cut him, he didn't know yet. He had no idea what was oh, going on. Oh, but I'm just saying, that's, that's yeah, what Yeah, but of saw. course, was like, that was his first time speaking since the incident, so they were assuming it was about that. So then Fox just like fucking rock hard was damn. like, oh, look at him talking about ice cream. And then if you think about it. <laughs> that's not what happened. Anytime your grandparents want to cheer you up, what they do? 
They got you ice cream. Oh, yeah, Biden was just trying to cheer the country up. Oh, my God. That's all he was doing. He was doing what grandparents do. Fuck it. Well, I didn't know that. Maybe, I, I, maybe he'll send us a dollar on they Easter. Cut, they cut him. He was like, I wasn't going to come down here. I only came down because they said it was ice cream. That's hilarious. I was like, horrible timing. Wait, huh? What? <laughs> he needs a new, like, okay. joke writer. All right, but in Fox yeah. News' defense, <laughs> no, it is, yeah. That's a great it timing. Is, it is funny. Yeah. Who, like, come on. Someone around Biden should just keep a camera away from him until he's briefed. Yeah. No, I, the, okay. I get it. I get what you're saying. He uh, didn't know yet. So his, he went down there with a whole different thing. But the time of that was just bad. It was crazy. Yeah, it was I mean, jo- was George Bush kept reading that book to those kids during 9 11. Because he knew already. I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, what happened? Sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> that, oh, that was today. The why yeah. went through. Oh, that was today is crazy. The went through. I thought the flight was delayed. The why went through. <laughs> That's the flight. Prayers and condolences to everybody who lost family in the 9 11 attacks. For sure. You're right. Yeah, I never forget. You. You, well, we keep forgetting about these kids, though. That's nice. They just rinse and repeat. It's true. I mean, every single time they use the kid's death as a way to argue about guns or argue about Schools. transgender rights at this point. And mm-hmm. the, the, let's argue about van sneakers versus Puma sneakers. Oh, like, my God. You guys America is that? an SNL sketch in its worst form. Are you guys anti-gun? Anti-gun? Yeah. Uh, no. Like, what are your thoughts on, on gun laws? I think they need to be stricter gun laws. I think certain guns don't need. I think we don't need automatic rifles. We don't need those type of guns. Those are like killing machines. Yeah. Now you talking about just protecting your home and your family and yourself. A handgun to me is acceptable, but these automatic weapons and these rifles, like they should not be on the streets. They should not be accessible. People should not be able to go and purchase one of those. Like that's just common sense to me. And I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. I know you're not allowed to be there, um, but like <laughs> I don't think we should arm teachers. Like, no, Jesus Christ, no. I like, I've dated teachers before. Like, <laughs> I used they, to teach. <laughs> Julian used to Julian teach. Used like, to should teach. we be giving these people guns? Fuck. If someone Fuck no. came in my school to harm my kids with a gun, I would shoot them. The, I would kill them immediately. I don't think it's that. If easy. you had a gun. If I had it, well, I would. It does, you got to weigh out the I want to talk like Mark Wahlberg and be like, I would have stopped them playing from hitting the towers, but like, I would have done everything that's in crazy. my power to save my students. Yeah, oh, no, John Wick. If, you have, if you're a teacher and you have students in your class, na- I think that's the natural thing to yeah. protect For sure, but I just. Think, I think there's a middle ground we can find where we can have stricter laws on assault rifles, but we can also arm actual security at schools. Like it could be vets or it could be retired cops, like yeah. people. And that's also a whole nother fucking thing. I understand, but I say please don't there, put no crazy ass vets in the school, with my kids. I'm sorry. That's a, that's also a good point, but that's also no pun intended vetting the vets, which yeah. they should be doing regardless, because we need to take care of whether you agree with troops. the wars or not. Our troops. They should be going through a psychological process to begin with. Mm-hmm. But we can find some type of middle ground with this, this gun control shit. Banning assault rifles is probably just the best start. And yeah. I'm also of the belief, of course, people will be able to get illegal guns. But it would help a little bit. Make it a little harder. <laughs> like, yeah. it, make it, hard. it would help a little bit. Walmart, you, can take, you can walk around a Walmart with a fucking AR, but I can't take an iPhone and put it to my ear in a Verizon store. Like yeah. That's a problem. That's a thing? I didn't even know that. And a Verizon store, you can't do and I'm that. just saying, like, they have these things, like, locked up. Oh, and, like, but, like, you go to, like, the Midwest or anywhere, a gun store, they're like, yeah, feel the way, walk around. It's like, what is, the, what is wrong with this country? And it's... Also, we need to, like, stop going back to the Constitution. Yeah. I know that sounds... I know it sounds hate. nuts, but that, that's what we always go back. Oh, it's the Second right Amendment. Arms. We have to be the militia in case our government gets more guns than us. We should be able to arm ourselves. Our government has nukes, bro. <laughs> Oh, Get a million AR-15s if you want. They could push and, a button and kill us all. And not only so, that, no, we're not going to win. The Constitution was written so many years ago. Like yeah. it's time to. You know how long it took to load a rifle in that yeah, time? Like, exactly. Like it's time yeah, to full of shit. Like, change some of those. 
Yeah, he had to. <laughs> yeah, some fucking, fucking, yeah, you have some time to reason with somebody. Yeah. Like, hold on. When you I load this, man, when I'm done here, <laughs> your ass is crashed. Is there another option? Let's talk this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, like, yeah, we definitely need to revise some of those cons- uh, uh, constitutional rights and things like that because it's clearly uh, we're the only country that I can think of that deals with this type of shit mm-hmm. when it comes to schools and kids being killed, um, mass shootings. Uh, so many stricter gun laws around the world where people wouldn't even think about doing shit like this. Some there's some countries where the police don't even carry guns. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean. So it's, it's just like, I mean, I, obviously we know there's big money involved in this. Um, there's a, a lot of politics involved in this, and it's just sad that uh, the kids seem to be the ones that are the victims most times with these mass shootings, whether it's elementary schools, college campuses. Uh, you know, in the mall, it's just, it's just, it, it's time for some real things to happen and real things to change. Or if not, I mean, we have one twenty something now. I mean, it, the, it, we're in the third month of the year. You know what I mean? So it, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's scary. And you know, I, I understand how some parents now are scared to send their kids to school. I can only imagine sending your kid to school and getting a call that mm. a shooter walked in and and shot and killed your kid. It's, it's sad, man. It's really sad, but. Again, prayers. Uh, that's all we can offer at the at the at the at the moment is prayers and and, and condolences to the families and the victims. Mm. And hopefully, this this country does something about it. Yeah. What do you guys think about this new spin? There, it seems to be two pronged for this incident. The shooter identified as transgender, and there's this whole conspiracy with this the vans versus the Pumas, which I don't even understand. The the story that I read was that the the shooter was potentially targeting the 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 pastor and the pastor's kid. Oh, you you love Fox News. I, mean, I know, no, I know. Just, I know it's a war against Christianity just, from the tra- no, transgenders. They were saying that that was they what they believed was the intended target mm. was the pastor because it was a a Christian school, right? It was, yes. So I believe that's what they're saying. Um I don't know. I'm a, we will get more information, I'm sure as time goes on. Uh I've seen some people talking about maybe the uh the transgender uh, or the the shooter may have been a victim of molestation. These are all kinds of conspiracies that they're putting out online. Uh, and and the shooter was targeting the pastor, trying to get back at the pastor. Uh, we don't know. This this just happened a few days ago. But what we do know is kids and uh and teachers were killed. Whatever the motive was, you know, that's for the investigators to figure out. But if this person does not have access to a rifle, um, we're probably mm-hmm. talking about this in a different light. Is is, yeah. is the bottom line? Like I, I don't, I really don't think the LGBTQ community is attacking our kids. I think guns might be, but that's yeah. just, I mean, I don't think a person's sexual identity or sexual no, this preference is just a fucking awful person. This is yeah. a fucking terrorist. This is just a, a shitty human being. I kind of like just remove myself from stories. Like, like I don't want to dive deep into this. It's depressing and sad. Like. If you were to constantly think about all of this shit that happens all the time, like how do you just walk around and like? Oh, it fucks you up. Like fucks you, you up. It, it fucks. It, you. That's it, why I'm like, it I just triggers have to your anxiety. You don't want to put that. your kids in school. You don't want to uh, socialize in public settings. Uh, we talked about this before. Like it, it has literally the the shooting in Vegas, mm. in particular for me, that definitely changed the way I feel about going to festivals and shit like that. Yeah, for sure, nice. like that, I was just like, wait, a dude was in a hotel just shooting down at people at a festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how could you how could you comfortably go to another event like that and that not be on your mind? I went to Dane Vegas and they that hotel obviously is still there. It's one of, of course. flagship hotels and the grounds that that festival was on they no longer use. But when I was driving 
the Uber driver was like, you see that window up there? And it's like all blacked out. And like, it's, it's like no one uses this room. He was like, that's where it happened. Jeez. And he didn't even need to say what it was. And I just looked down from where it was to the grounds where we were, which used to be the festival grounds. And I was like, can you just imagine? It was just like it was open. It was like a right? video game. It was yeah, just yeah, it pick, was like you're just shooting at and a gun range. That's what I'm saying. So I, you know, that affects you. It can't. There's no way for you to go to these events and walk outside and go to these places without thinking about that type of stuff, which is why I try not to really think about it. Um, without coming across as desensitized, because I don't want to seem like I'm desensitized to it, like, oh, just another mass shooting, just some more kids that were killed, because that's definitely the wrong approach. But with Damaris saying, I agree. It's like, you don't, I don't want to jump too much into it because it does affect your day-to-day. It does affect how you move through life. It does affect if, you know, I want to put my kids in school or have them homeschooled or, you know what I mean? It's just, it's like, where are we we going as as a country where it's like you're deciding, oh, should I send my kid to school because I, I'm scared they may get killed at school? Do I homeschool them? Do I go to this event? Do I take my kids to public events? Mm-hmm. Bro, they're making bulletproof backpacks like for children. Yeah, like that's, that. It's, like, it's yeah. crazy. It's it's insane. And as a, as a former teacher, I know that this definitely has affects you. I thought about. I think about. I when when I was teaching, I thought about this, and I I have a niece and two nephews that are nine. You know, every kid that lost their lives and this was nine years. I just can't even like fathom just seeing one of my brothers yeah. go through that, just dropping your kid off at school, and then like and the actual just, yeah. kids. I, it's probably at the fact check for me, but probably the highest peak of ADHD period. I would imagine is now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. anxiety! Now, now imagine yeah. in your backpack is a Kevlar vest. Yeah, how are you supposed to learn? That's I couldn't learn in a, a healthy environment. I was having trouble. Yeah. Now I have Kevlar in my backpack, and chemistry doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. I'm gonna be paranoid as fuck. The generational damage, just the psychological damage, this is gonna do to every kid, adult that was in the sure. school when this happened. Like these kids are. That's the most impressionable age of your oh, life. Yeah. So these kids are forever. When they think of school, they're going to think of murder and they're going to think of fear. Like this is just going to ruin. We, I mean, we're seeing it now. The Sandy Hook kids that are older mm-hmm. yeah. are still fucked up. Like you don't heal from stuff like this. So the more these happen, the more we're just doing creating long term damage. I remember I was in school. Like the thing that we did was fire drill. That was like, of course, yeah. The, the fire drill was just an excuse to be outside. Those for were a few lit. Minutes. Yeah, it was yeah. like that was when we outside, we chilling. Now you have drills with active shooter drills. Yeah. Where you got to hide. Very common. In the schools. And you got to, it's like proper approaches, locking doors, everything. These kids are actually paying attention because they see what's going on on the news and they're scared. Like us, when we did fire drills, we were fucking around. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't really paying attention, but these kids are like. It's sad, man. Yeah, like daughter used to come in like she knows about all of this stuff that shit is so scary yeah. it's, it's, it's sad and um our schools were assholes though for doing that in the winter time oh my god I, the fire drill like, in the i am gonna time? get sick <laughs> yeah. even during 9 11 we were fucking around because like we didn't know we were lied oh, to I mean, they told yeah. us a pipe burst in the building everybody get under your desk we were just like oh, oh, oh. like we, yeah. we, we, we didn't really know what was going on but now yeah but now an active shooter drill is like a different level of fear yeah, because it's like, all right, is this a drill or is this somebody actively in the school yeah. letting off shots? Uh, again, prayers and condolences to everybody in Tennessee affected by this. Uh, another tragedy for this country. And you bring up the Vegas one too. Just have my mind back to probably the most secure city in America as far as surveillance. Right. Yeah. There's not a single corner of Vegas that is not on camera or monitored at all time. I don't know if you guys watched the doc of the mm-hmm. Vegas for a whole week. He was just bringing in artillery, like. Bags upon bags all week. He stayed in that, ho- that hotel room. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, listen, man, you know, again, it, it starts at the top, it starts at the government, it starts at the laws, and clearly something has to be done because other countries do not experience this. They do not go through this. Um, it's just something that doesn't happen. So I don't, I don't know how America doesn't look at that and say, all right, we're doing something completely wrong here and make some changes immediately. Um, but they'll probably make some changes to, you know, what we can access on the internet. And I've seen that China and Russia have moved away from the U.S. dollar. Mm, All of these things happening. Us. And we're sitting here worried about same-sex marriages and, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the focus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. stupid. It's, it's dumb shit. Uh, protect the kids, protect the, protect the people, protect the citizens, and get rid of these assault rifles because there's no need for them there just simply to kill massive amounts of people at mm. a time. But to lighten the mood, um, at what age can you stop participating in April Fools? And if you ever were to get in a relationship, would you be able to do those couple prank things that I see on IG and TikTok? Like fake breakup? Um, all like just when couples bad. prank each other, like it would be fun for me for like a week and then I, I would go too far. Mm. Like, like it would be it would be far. the downfall of the relationship. It'd be cute and funny in the beginning and then it'd get it'd get really yeah. bad. You have to barrier. Yeah. I mean that stuff is cool, but I like I'd unconsensually freeze her ex. I'm not with I'm not with what? Like, shh. wait, what? <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't even know if you can do, I don't even know yeah, how to I, do that. I was about to say, I don't even know if that's possible. I'm, I'm cool Edit, with that. I don't know. I'm with the April Fools shit, but you know, uh, I'm just not You're with, not. don't, don't film that shit and put it on social media. You're well, not. What's the, the point? Like, oh, everything has to be filmed and put on social media, right? Kind of. Or yeah. it didn't happen. It, to Damaris's point. Yeah. Does a relationship even exist if it's not on social media? Mm-hmm. We no. heard what Damaris said about Valentine's Day. Or birthdays. That's on Patreon. Or women. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't you wouldn't do some uh, April Fool's pranks? You and the fellas? You and the, you and your jazz group chat? Mm. Me okay. and the Rat Pack? <laughs> you and the Harlem Knights? Um, I'm you wouldn't un- untune his uh, it saxophone? Be, it gotta be April funny Fools. though. It has to be funny. It can't be like some corny shit. Yeah, the I got a baby on the way. April Fool's jokes. Ugh, they're so old. That's probably 101, right? Yeah. People just posting the ultrasound. Yeah. God. You can't do that anymore. Bieber got canceled for doing that years ago. Bieber did not get canceled, number one, but I don't remember that. <laughs> he dropped, he dropped, he's he's, still still he's thriving right now. He dropped Actually, the R. They gave him the Grammy, but he dropped a fake ultrasound picture and women were saying that's insensitive to women that can't carry the term. So him and Haley had to put Yo, out an apology everything statement. Everything is insensitive. The, the world. Yeah. Like everything is insensitive. Like when, when can we get back to just like, okay, that was a joke. Ha ha ha. And but, but let's not pretend like April Fools. Like we don't need to protect April Fools. No, April Fools something. was always kind of corny. I actually forget sometimes that, that like that's not even a real like thing. Like April Fools, somebody does something stupid. Oh, April Fools! I'm looking at them like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Can we look up the history of April Fools? I'm sure it has a racist undertone somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Sure, sure it goes Definitely. back to the South. <laughs> Absolutely. April Fools Day or April All Fools Day mm. is an annual custom. On April 1st, consisting of practical jokes and hoaxes. Jokes is often exposed to actions by shouting April Fools at the recipient. Mass media can be involved with these pranks, which may be revealed as such the following day. The custom of setting aside a day for playing harmless pranks upon one's neighbor get has that. been relatively common in the world historically. Let's get to the origin. They got me last year. In 1508, French poet Eloy de Amavel referred okay. to a poison d'Avril. Possibly the first <laughs> reference to celebration in France. Some historians suggest that April Fools origin originated because in the Middle Ages, New Year's Day was celebrated on March 25th in most European towns with uh, okay. a holiday that in some areas of France specifically ended 
on April 1st. Mm, and those so. who celebrated New Year's Eve on January 1st made fun of those who celebrated on other dates. You fool. By the intervention. <laughs> what the fuck? Why did you sound yeah, like Yeah, why did you do I was trying that? to sound old. That's like racist, charms. first of all. <laughs> sound old? <laughs> Wait, so the New Year's Eve crew didn't get along with the April, yeah, April Fool's Day? There was a beat. Yeah, there was a beat. It was like, yo, are you stupid for celebrating New Year's Day on New Year's uh-huh. Day? Uh, of course, right? You guys celebrated on, you know, March 25th. So it's a French thing. That makes sense. I watched The Patriot. They were like, hey, we'll help you in the Civil War. Yeah. April Fool's. Yeah. We're never coming. <laughs> so, yeah, it makes sense. I get it. It's the French. Do you, they always fool us. Have World you guys War ever been one, pranked? Two. No, I've never been to France. No, pranked. No, pranked. Oh, oh I've been pranked. <laughs> I've never ah, been to France. I thought he said you've been to France. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to go to France, but, you know, we got too drunk. <laughs> Well, that sounds about right. We had a Bluetooth Shoot headache. up and hungover. <laughs> Jesus. Nasty you can't times. get on that train to Paris with a Bluetooth headache. No. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work out. Um, no, I don't do pranks because I come from a bloodline of people that will take it too far. And that's setting up, you know. Yeah. I don't take make- pranks, like, lightly. Like, you prank me, I better be able to know it's like a joke. Like, I better be able to tell within the first 10 seconds it's a joke. I was at a, I was at a family wedding. Um, and someone threw a dinner roll at my godfather's ear. Smart. Like a hard dinner roll, not like one of the fluffy ones. Like it had been sitting, this was past Damn. the reception time. Oh, so it was, like, it, it was like a rock. Yeah. Everyone laughed, but my godfather. There's two things my godfather is. Petty and rich. Racist. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, three things. No. <laughs> well, you know. Three things. Up, he grew up in the 70s. You make a judgment oh. call. <laughs> Gotta love the 70s. He hates your co-hosts. Um, oh, he hates me. Hey, hold the nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, please, please. He definitely leans over and more. Hey, hold the nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Throws a dinner roll at him. <laughs> Throws a banana at me. He calls it, it, calls it a ration. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, see, I, like, I didn't say that. Maul said that. Like yeah. that. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was laughing. I didn't say anything. Okay, well, this is going to get worse then. Okay, uh, good. Okay. I love it. Especially since we're making these jokes because this part is serious. Mm-hmm. All right, so no, everyone laughed but my godfather. He was like, that was, I really just took a shot to the ear type of thing. Hey, yo. He's very patient, too. So about like a year and a half later. Oh my God. <laughs> he's, he laid on that for what a year a and a half. That's some, that's some psycho shit. Oh, yeah. it's going to get worse. You brought that roll home? He took out a huge ad in all the local papers around this specific town in the Jersey Shore where this gentleman lived that threw the dinner roll at his ear. Took out ads in every single paper around the town so the guy wouldn't go to get his local paper and see the ad. And put NAACP pancake breakfast, 6 a.m., free pancakes till noon. And put the gentleman's address. He sat outside. (laughs) Oh, my God. He sat outside of the the gentleman's house with a video camera. It was a little little while ago before phones had cameras. And sat out there from 4 a.m. and watched bus loads of black kids show up. To this guy's front that's doorstep, so fucked up. Asking about that's sick. You no, know, like sick. churches. That's hilarious. Did, like everyone, that's hilarious. it was like all are welcome. NAACP pancake breakfast, free pancakes for the entire community. <laughs> <laughs> that's bus, a great prank. Bus that's gets worse. Oh, <laughs> another year passes. Oh, he wait. He, he doubles down. It, it was a hard dinner roll. Back to back. Well, damn. How hard was the dinner roll? How hard was the throw? Shit. He takes out another ad. Same strategy. Antiques and baseball cards, mm. 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. 
So many fucking old people showed up to this gentleman's house at 5 a.m. looking for antiques and baseball cards. Nah, you, I'd have had to shoot shit. I like shit. But shit like that, I, I like oh, shit like that. Oh, that's my Uncle Kevin. Oh, there? I love shit like that's that. That's great, though. That's great shit. That that's a that's a good prank. Like, I feel like you should like double down on the black. Sending black people to a New Jersey man, middle aged man, the house. shore, in the yeah. shore, talking south of Monmouth County. Mad of my people at risk because for yeah, that's stand your ground law for pancakes. Wow. Okay, you know, as pancakes. whites, we don't like think things through. That never crossed his mind, and that actually never crossed my mind either. That could have got dangerous. Yeah, of course that not. It's fucking really white dangerous. privilege. But that's the point of a prank. Though. I it's wasn't. Cool. I was fucking twelve. I wasn't in on the prank. Yeah, it was Rory's <laughs> idea to do pancakes. Yeah. Well, he found out that Rory's the one that threw the roll. Rory said, "Make it what? Yeah. <laughs> the twist the pop. This is yeah. This is clue. Like I, the whole time it was me. The whole time it was Rory that threw the roll. <laughs> that's crazy. A prank like that is so cool. Though. I like the guy. Like, like how did the, the, the guy had to know at some point that it was your fucking godfather? Yeah, and we all laughed about it. For a whole nother year, and then he did the antiques and baseball cards, and a year later, he was like, "Oh, it's such a hit the first go around. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. Yeah, we the have to go. We need the second movie. Got the blacks to come <laughs> out one sequel? year. Here come the old people the next year. The gays was next. No, but see, oh now, that's that right there. You God. can't you can't prank the gays. Don't do that. Because see, the gays will take that offensive. Like you had us get up in the morning and come here. You think gays sleeping? Yeah, they'll say it's a hate crime. You think gays? What the fuck is that's kind of funny with you? I was the one that said that they're always on time. I had a good comeback, yeah. but that might have been the one that got us canceled. <laughs> Say it. No. No. Don't. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I, I stand with Tyler. You don't even know Tyler. <laughs> I don't know him. Never met him. Um, well, yeah, that's that's how my family does pranks. So I try to stay I like away from pranks because I'll take like it too out. far. That's thought out. That's like strategic. That's mm. that's That's a prank. That's a prank. I don't the pranks where you hey hi you throw a, a bucket of flour and water on my head. That's not that's a lot. I'm not laughing at that's that. Not funny. That's not that was a challenge on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing don't do that. We're well, not, no, some not. of our the biggest brands have done some pretty good pranks over the years. Uh Burger King did a left-handed whopper in nineteen ninety-eight. That's funny. As I it, feel seen. April rollout, which I know, yeah, Rory, we can resonate with this. They yeah, had a whole campaign like- about inverted condiments that were specifically made for left-handed people it's true the way you hold a burger was made for left-handed people it was pretty interesting they also did another prank about one are you one of those lefties that can like write with your right though no i can use a well you don't need to anymore but i could use a computer mouse with my right hand because when they brought computers to my junior high like when that became a thing the teachers were so scared that we were going to ruin them they wouldn't let me take the mouse and put it on the other side so I learned how to just use a computer mouse in my right hand. But I can't write with my right hand. Wait, I do that too. But is that not just because that's how they're supposed to be? Computer mouse? They just would yeah. not allow me, the teachers, to move the mouse to my left hand where I wanted to use it. I practice doing things with my left hand. So like I practice brushing my teeth with my left hand. Beating off. Jerk off. I could If I practice jerk, I would still be jerking off. Y'all never switch to the left every once in a while? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go to person. the right. I'll do the pepper grinder. I'll, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> you throw two Amb- hands. Yeah, ambidextrous. That's nasty. Yeah, that's called self love, Demary. Yeah, how's that nasty? That's, yeah. that's self care. Like that's self care. But you didn't hit. Dem- you didn't hit that in. I jerk with my left so I could pretend it's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, call it a stranger. Yeah, you sit on your. You hand sit on it. You lose yeah, the blood flow. It's white boy shit. You understand? That is white boy shit. Wait, in the jazz chat, we talk about it. 
<laughs> you sit on your hand. The left hand. It's from a movie. So what it, movie is that? Yeah, I forgot what it is. I, it's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the concept is you, you the nerves in your hand go numb, oh, numb. So when you jerk off, you don't feel it. You, like, you don't feel it in your hand. So, so it's not gay. Just, it's yeah. just like it's you're just air, it's, getting air fucked. No, but you feel like the grip. Learn at summer camp with yeah. my kids. Something like that. Look at what y'all be doing at camp. I never went to camp. You never went to. It says a lot. That about makes you. more. You never sense. went to camp. That, that says a. Lot. I was a basketball. I did like sports and shit. Are you fucking well, there's well, basketball camp, camps. Right? Basketball camp. Like they weren't overnights. I went to like those things. Oh, those are just like like watch the kid while I'm. Out. I was about to say that's, daycare. that's just daycare that's, that's with activities. Daycare. That's daycare. With I did a uh, fucking city rocks. I played basketball. I didn't do. Yeah, that's day, that's daycare activities. Drop the kid off at the gym. I mean, we had like tournaments that I would go like away for, but it wasn't camp. It was it was business. They have adult camps. I remember. At, I want to do that. At the yeah, we talked about it. Um, one of our and like I think our first thirty episodes, we talked about going to a day camp, camp with the with the crew. I think that would be great if we. That's could fire. Take. But it got to be activities though. Like we got to. Oh no, they have like wine. They have like swinging from shit into the ocean. They have like the, you know, the boxing. They had that at every resort. Like, give me water. something else. Give me like, camp stuff. Can you guys swim? No. no. You don't know how to swim. I can't swim. You look mad buoyant. Yeah, you look I like you would just flow. Buoyant. You would just flow. I am you don't very need to buoyant. Yeah. You look but mad buoyant. You feel like, I feel like you would just turn a lot. So you would need to get the balance. Like, like more like a beach ball. ball. Yeah. 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 See, I could do that. How you don't know how to swim? <laughs> I never learned. He lives in the city. I almost drowned as a child. Oh, we as grew well. up in the same neighborhood. Yeah. There's I, pools. I didn't really care for going in the pool. Pools are disgusting when you think. When you really They're get gross. into a pool, pools are, because you are know nobody. Them? Pools are disgusting. Yes. Mad chlorine. Everyone oh, cares all. Everyone's chlorine. peed in a pool here before, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You yeah. got to. Okay. Just you got to sure. pee in a pool. Never, like as an adult? Gross. No, as a child? Oh, for sure. As a kid, yeah. As, as an adult, I hope you're not yeah, peeing in a pool. Yeah, I hope not. You could really just As a out. kid, you've definitely peed in a pool yeah. before. I did a, a swimming program when I was a kid at Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, I learned to swim early. I think that's I not think, a thing. I think you should. I thought it was a thing. I think you should learn to swim early because you lose that. You don't have a fear as much as a kid. Well, I don't have a choice anymore now. Well, now you're just scared of water. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you scared of water? Because my fat ass. Because uh, I can't. I drown, bro. What you mean? No, but it's, you know, it's, the thing about swimming is it's really not that difficult. Like, it's just the fear of the water is what's like keeping yeah. you from Wait, swimming. You cannot drown though, right? Because there's swimming and then there's just like, I've never really not surviving. Alive. Like, yeah. yeah. I can survive. I I've can't swim. Really like tread water. I've never you really can't tried. swim either? And you don't know how well, to swim to Statistically, you know. I'm a yeah no I'm a I'm a black girl getting my like face and edges and everything wet because in order to swim swim you have to put your face in the water mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that shit <laughs> and pools also gross me out so just no but I know how to stay alive like I can stay alive and you wore a t-shirt when you went in the pool no okay I didn't for our next vlog can yeah. we just throw them in the water and see what happens hell, hell fucking no <laughs> just push, push give me another dumbass tattoo <laughs> yeah. I'll take another that. tattoo no, I'm, with, I'm with pushing you in the pool I'll, Yo, I'll, I'll pay have me and have like have a swim race. Wow. No, just like just two stopwatches who can like tread and survive. As the long longest. as Maul is my lifeguard, I'm quick. We'll be there to take you out, but we just want to see who can Maul sort, like off. stay the longest. <laughs> Maul has Demaris and Eden in the swim off is hilarious because <laughs> I would like to see it. Demaris ain't trying to put her face in the water. Nah, mm. I will, I'll smoke him in a swim off. I will smoke him. How? I can swim underwater, that, that but w. I can't. Like I can just swim say, underwater. He, he says you don't like getting your face wet. Yeah, I don't. But what I really don't like is when you know when you're like swimming and your face is halfway in the water. And no like hair the water's like splashing you in your face. I hate that. So like, I'd rather, rather just swim underwater all the way. Gotcha. Than the I splashing in the, the face. I mean, you don't think like instincts will set in? Like once Eden's back gets wet, you don't think? All right. You're good. Water. Took it too far. Yeah. He's been waiting far. to make that. Yeah, he's waiting um, for that one. Basketball camp. 
taught me my eighth grade year going into ninth grade that I just, I wasn't fit for basketball. I went to basketball camp at Basketball City and they paired me with all the kids from Cooper Houses in Brooklyn. Rory's like, I'll go rebound. And I, and I only, I and I only know that. white ass playing against a bunch of dudes from the projects. And I only know that because they kept screaming Cooper in my ear and I'll never forget it. <laughs> Cooper is hilarious. Cooper, and, bitch. <laughs> and, and what's fucked up is uh, on my mother's side, like, her maiden name isn't Cooper, but there's a lot of Coopers on her side. So like I've had PTSD at family functions when the Coopers come because it just reminds me of that summer. It's like the Coopers are here. You just like look over and see a basketball. And mind you, I didn't know what who, they meant for so long. Who sent you to that basketball camp? My mom. I, I went to that camp summers before, but I was never paired with the kids from Cooper. Who, was you, who were you paired with before that? I mean, just the kids that were there. The whites? No, nah, it, was, it was a pretty mixed crowd. Oh, okay. A yeah. mixed crowd. Mixed crowd. <laughs> It was racially diverse. Basketball camp is hilarious, though, because you meet so many people that really, are, you know, they're only there because their parents have nowhere else to send them during the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, you're not a- athletic at all. Why are you here? It was a dude called Snacks. There's always, always a dude Love named Snacks. Snacks. No, but he pulled a snack out of his, like, basketball shorts like in the middle of a game. That's crazy. <laughs> like, he pulled, like, a chocolate bar out of his shorts in the middle of like, He's on the court. That's hard. Playing. Refs and everything. Jeez. I was like... He has to keep his sugar level. Okay, at I guess so. <laughs> he, was, he was progressive because I now I get it. I'm like, ah, oh, he was about to pass out. He didn't want that to happen. <laughs> he's the one that just, <laughs> yeah, that just gets tired and sits in the paint yeah, and throws no, elbows yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I get it. I get it. Shout out to Snacks. I understand that now that I'm older, oh, you was about to faint. Your blood sugar level was low. I get it now. Uh, well, shout out to everyone in Cooper Houses. Um, every time I go to Brooklyn Steel, I, I look at you guys across the street and <laughs> I have shivers come ass. down my body. <laughs> Rory like he said good screens in basketball. <laughs> Rory looked mm. like he plays hella fundamental. No. He I, knows the ins and outs. <laughs> real co- real, real cozy stuff that like doesn't game. show up on the stat sheet. Like, like, <laughs> real. Rory's one of those guys that said energy. You got to have energy. It finds the ball. Like, <laughs> Rory calls the team, the team timeout. Yeah. I knew how to take a charge early. Oh, I was about to say, you, I know you could take a good Taking ass charge. Taking a charge and pick up basketball is it's definitely insane. one of the most insane. Like every dude On concrete. That ever, every when your ass hits the concrete. Yo, every dude that ever did that, I just want to know where they're at in life. They're either locked up or like just coming home from a bit. To if take a charge in the park on concrete, what it, are you it doing? is kind of nuts. Like, what are, you, what are you thinking? And you close your eyes during the charge? Oh, of course. Like, <laughs> That's how you do it. Someone like this. You cover your chest? No. Yeah. Nah, you got to cover your nuts. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. I never took a charge on concrete, but I probably took a charge it on the hardwood. I probably did. I've never taken a charge. I was, I was a... <laughs> I'm, I'm never, I've never taken a charge of basketball. Never. Are you and, kidding and me? Mind you, we'll I, get that shit. If he scored, we're getting it right back. I'm not I was, taking no charge. I was so small. I used to say it was a blocking a foul, but because I was so small, they had like a charge. charge yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I just got manhandled. I remember they had me ref one time at, at camp. They had me ref like a game. Mm. Never again. Yeah. Oh, I got cursed out. So they like, what the fuck are you looking at? I was like, yo, I'm not a ref, fam. I'm a, I'm actually enjoying the game. I forgot I had to whistle. I'm like, my bad. Like, why did call a foul? My for the, fault. For the longtime listeners, we do want to know at any point did you plant your feet with Ray Rice? Man, Ray Rice dogged my ass, man. <laughs> hey, he, he did. No, Ray, that, that motherfucker's strong, man. You know what somebody's strong when they run past you and bump you a little bit and, and just knock you all off you your still shit? Move? I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm not guarding this dude. Listen, once I got to Basketball City, I had to change my game because I thought I was good at basketball until you meet people that are good at basketball. Yeah. yeah. So that's I was how, I was never happens. I was never the guy that was like 
always played defense or took charges. But once I got to that level of basketball, my only strategy was play defense till he gets annoyed. You know the annoying kid, like, oh, all right, follow, why, you play, why, you, why are you doing a full court press right now? Yeah. Oh, he was one of those guys. It's pickup. It's annoying as fuck. So it was a psychological thing. I, I, saw, I saw a clip of... um. Penetrating a, dish every time. <laughs> of Matt Barnes and, uh, and Isaiah Thomas was talking about uh, how Larry Bird used to talk shit. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, he said Larry Bird was offended whenever he would step on the court and it would be like a white guy guarding him. Mm-hmm. Like he only wanted, like he felt like it's a level of respect when you have a black guy guarding me. Okay. Like I don't, don't put no white boy on me because I'm going to smoke. This, that sounds like liberal white guilt to me. No, that sounds like just a white boy that had a whole lot of game and was like, listen, don't put no white boy on me because I'm smoking their ass. I keep telling people Larry Bird is one of those uh, basketball players that people forget about because he wasn't well, because we're athletic. We're not as old as you. Well, no, it just just looking at just highlights. He wasn't like an athletically, you know, he didn't have a bunch of muscles. He wasn't super quick. He was he didn't jump high. But I tell people all the time, like, do your due diligence on Larry Bird. Look at his his games. Look at his highlights. Look at his averages. Like, Larry Bird is easily one of the greatest basketball players that I think gets overlooked because of how he looked. Mm. He's shit talker, too. Oh, my God. We never talk about the uh, reverse of the stereotypical joke when it's, like, the one black guy in the pickup game and you pick him and he's not good at basketball. We've seen that sketch a million times. Mm-hmm. We never talk about when you're the one white guy and everyone assumes all right, if he's white, he got to be nice if he's here. He's, he's a shooter. shooter. He's a sh- <laughs> and, shooter. And, and shooter. Guess, Larry, Larry Bird did no, I'm that saying, for them. I'm saying, guess who wasn't a shooter? Rory. <laughs> <laughs> and Rory is such a name where if you were a shooter, like that would sound like a crazy nickname. Mm-hmm. I had handle and that's pretty much as far as it went. Yeah, like, you could dribble? Yeah, and I could pass. That's I knew my strengths <laughs> once I got to basketball city. Okay. In my neighborhood, I could shoot, yeah. but I wasn't contested that much. I got you. Okay. It's yeah, important yeah. to know your skill set when you're playing ball. For sure. Or any sport. And I was a fucking dirty asshole defender. Like, I'm I'm pulling on your shirt when the ref can't see the entire time. I'm going to annoy the fuck out of you. That would be right. We should, we yeah, should, 100%. we should get into like a league like this fall, winter. A podcast like a league? league. Not Yo, a podcast, a podcast league. basketball league skit would be fucking. Awesome. I would want to do it for real, though. I'm taking our five. I'm good. So I'll, Matt, we'll play any fucking podcast. I'm trying to think. Uh, I know Gilly could ball. Yeah, Gilly could hoop. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. I'd like we don't even need to cover Elliot. Like, just leave him. Let's do boxing one on Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just leave Elliot open. I don't care. You leave Elliot open. If he knocks one down, so we'll live with it. Yeah, yeah. Banking a three. Yeah, we'll live with it. (laughs) I mean, I know know Nori's been uh, running on Instagram, but you know he still smokes cigarettes. I'm not worried about (laughs) him. But I think like if we were to make that a skit where it literally show everybody personality, like Nori got tired and like pulled out like a fifth out like his pocket. It was mm. like I'm gonna catch up. Like I think that that would be so fucking funny. I'm with it. Have yeah, like Weezy cheerleader. You yeah, have Weezy and Mandy on the side. No, I let, Weezy will be playing. Let her hoop. You don't think Weezy? I think Weezy got some handle. Yeah, I, I think Weezy could play. I think she could play basketball. I think she. I think she didn't. She play basketball. I, I have never surprised. had that conversation. I with think her. Weezy told me she played basketball right. in high school. If I'm not mistaken, uh, this think. isn't a slight. Two horrible decisions. I just listened to the content. The amount of basketball interactions they've had i'd imagine yeah. they, pick, they picked up on they handle on something well mandy i will tell you this they will be dressed in the best practice shorts of oh, anyone yes. there yes <laughs> yes absolutely oh man <laughs> god god can't wait to see what they're wearing uh what do we think Eden? is i mean if we do five on five i, I think we should take yomi instead of Eden. right Eden would be like the equipment manager yeah very not much the water boy 
Who, Eddie, he, you could play a little bit. He he might Bill Murray. Yeah, he went to Cardinal Hayes, bro. You you better be able yeah, to play basketball a little bit. Interested in me, me. Oh shit, you you naif? He went to Hayes. He okay. got it. He was he was there with some dudes that played basketball. Wait, but what era it. though? Hayes is good now. Hayes wasn't good before. Hayes was pretty. Good Hayes was always too. decent. Yeah. They when always I was keep in high school, they keep saying Hayes was better. He was in band. Also, Eddie was in band and theater. Yeah, but I mean, if band was great, but I'm not playing fucking fucking what? What is it called? Basketball? Varsity? Basketball? Yeah, I'm not doing varsity. What is it called? <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yomi. Yo, Yomi. Yomi. Lace the sneakers yeah. up. Yo, Yomi. <laughs> got you. <laughs> Baisley. <laughs> Yo, having Baisley? Anyone. Baisley be like Airbud. Better? Better's tall. I feel like. Oh, wait. We get better. Oh, true. No, and Better can play basketball. I've yeah. seen Better play. Better yeah. can bowl. Oh, yeah. I forgot we get better. Puts down the cigarettes. Yeah. We'd have a good team. Yeah. We would have a good team for sure. And then you would set good screens. Strong like boo. Strong. I feel like Eden will just like fall mad hard off the charts. Like Eden, they doubt you, bro. Yeah, you, I got a feeling you would. Hit, you know what? We talking all this shit about Eden. He would be the one to hit the game winning shot. That's just how life goes. Well, that's how movies go. That's how. But that's how life goes. Oh, Eden's like Rudy. <laughs> He's like <laughs> rowdy. He's like the ginger kid in the big green. <laughs> Eden is like Rudy. <laughs> like I didn't do anything. Y'all just carried me out. <laughs> Yo. Julian, sides. you definitely cried watching Rudy. But no, th- those kind of movies don't do it for me. He's a lot. Well, you cried no. during the Polar Express, but not Rudy. You yeah. cried yeah. during the Polar Express because he's a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely cried during Rudy. Don't do that. No. Nah, All right. Express. Yes. Can we get into Rudy though for a second? We did before, but yeah. in the scope of his life, like, was that? What if Rudy end up being? <laughs> um, like, talk about living in the glory days, bro. No, it says something at the Before, end. He, he, went on he did get a movie out of it. He was productive in life. Don't do that. Wait, what, what did he was, do with his degree? Was it a, based oh. on a true story? Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. They embellished for sure. But because listen, I, I get it. It's commendable. He worked on his grades, got into Notre Dame. That's an incredible school. Mm-hmm. Who can say they they played football at Notre Dame, was on the field? I get all that shit. But mm-hmm. like, what did he do with the, the degree afterwards? Well, what was it worth it? For that one uh, quarter when they were being blown out, no, they well Notre Dame was winning that game. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I mean the whole the whole thing was about him just wanting to get on the field. He was a grew up a big uh, Notre Dame fan. His family, his dad was a big Notre Dame fan. I, I get that, but once that last game is done, he's 22. <laughs> like, uh-huh. what happened after? <laughs> well, it, was it all worth that moment? Well, he he went on to be a motivation. He's a motivational speaker now. Oh, so he was and just an a, author. This was. A scam. He was just a scammer. Oh well, he did do. He did a pump and dump scheme. Well, I see. I an alleged, even, an alleged pump and dump scheme. I didn't even know that, and it's proving my point even more. Yeah, he was just using uh the glory days, which wasn't much glory. It was just one fucking down. That's all right. One down. He lived the dream. He, he went out there with the, the the gold on the gold helmet. Vince Vaughn went to the league. Like that's the story. I want to follow <laughs> that story. This guy just became a motivational speaker and a scammer. 5'6", 165, playing defensive end. He was a unit. That's a unit. insane. He was a unit. That's just bad coaching. Yeah, it's just horrible recruiting. Yeah. Why would you put him in? He was determined? And he was offside. Great movie. Legendary story. And did he even get paid off that? Of off. the movie? I'm just saying, if you're going to go to Notre Dame, use the degree of how amazing that school is, not just to do one down in the fourth quarter. Sean Ashton was a, was a, was a great actor. Yeah, he was, yeah. My favorite Sean Astin movie besides The Goonies, which is obviously legendary, Toy Soldiers. Y'all remember that movie? Oh, yeah, wow. Love that movie. Wow. Love Toy Soldiers. Classic. Y'all he, don't know nothing about Toy Soldiers. He might be an underrated actor. He just, 
he's just always going to be Rudy for the rest of his life. 100%. That's just what sucks with those types of things. It's a classic movie. Speaking know. of movies. I just think, and we can clean this up, but I mean, I just think he was just an idiot. I just think his priorities were wrong. That's all. Sean Ashton? No, Rudy. You don't know him. No, I watched the movie, though. It was accurate. <laughs> no, it was not, man. You just said they embellished. Fair go, go on to the next topic. Y'all are fucking. You had a good transition, me. Mall. I'm sorry. Uh, we owe. Uh, well, I owe Jonathan Majors an apology. Do you? Mm. Do you? Uh, yeah, man. I, you know, John. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I just I wanted to be you know proactive, man. I just don't want you to ruin your career. But um, some text messages were released from the uh the young lady involved in the whole Jonathan Majors incident. But before we get into that, he definitely saw our social clip. Did he? I got, I got some phone calls. Oh, wow. Shit, fuck. And then I had him with the, the oh, pussy damn. behind the scenes. Watch the full clip. Oh, that's... <laughs> it was out of context. Hey, Jonathan, we love you. We fuck with you, man. Well, I, I definitely fuck with you, but yeah. Well, no, this was, just, this was just another time that you have gotten me into some shit. Yeah, that's all right. You're I right. always get approached for what you say. I was like, I was quiet. Well, yeah, objectively, no. you were kind of feeling what he was saying, right? You laughed. See, no. that's what it was. No. You laughed. It's always like the Look guy at the footage. that's laughing too hard that... The guy like, yo, well, what you laughing about? I was talking about Daniel Hernandez and that case mm. oh, the entire okay. time. Got you. Mm-hmm. Well, some text messages came out. Um, well, the, the lawyer, Jonathan's lawyer, released text messages from the woman that mm. was involved in the incident. And uh, she says, uh, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did. And I'm so sorry in this position. Mm. I'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I like how you switched back. To hold on. Voice. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. So she deserved it. What is her fault? What is her fault? Her injuries. Her injuries are her fault. So she has injuries. Okay. Uh, but you can't assume off rip of like what that means. I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking the room with people. She says, I only just got out of the hospital. Mm. Just call me when you're out. And then, of course, you have to put in, I love you. And then she says, they just called me again to check on me. And I reiterated how this was not an attack. And they do not have my blessings. See, I don't I think like, that's how the I court like, system works. Did like, a lawyer write this? I like when, no, this, was, this, this is a white woman. Like, oh, they didn't have my blessing on any charges. You know, a white woman was going to say they didn't have my blessings to charge you mm-hmm. on any charges being placed. I read the paper. They gave me about strangulation. And I said, point blank, this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just I, want you she's to know because it's already out there. Well, yeah. people are going to. I just want to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior. Out of care, she promised all would be related. Okay. I I will say from the origin of the call. This is snitching. Uh, They have a... I don't know. This is is snitching. snitching. The origin of the call. I've never met anyone that said that in real life. The origin of the call was due with me. Yo, when you called me. The origin of the call. But look what she said. The origin of the call was due with me collapsing and passing out. Why did she collapse and pass out? Because he choked her ass. Yes, Damaris. You have your hand raised. You don't know that. Allegedly. Dog. All right. Allegedly. Selfish allergy. Can't say that. Dog. Allegedly. Yes. If this isn't the most 
planned fucking text message I've ever read in my entire fucking life. First of all, if you're in a relationship with somebody and all of this is going down, you're not texting their phone saying, due to our communication prior, bro, you're calling them and having a conversation. You're not sitting up here texting them due to our communication prior. Well, Get was, the fuck out of Well, he was here. locked up at the time that she was texting this, which is crazy because if you know I'm locked up, why are you texting my phone? Paper trail. Yeah, like, why are you doing that? This is this is snitching. This also, is, does this not read wait. as, like, the accuser being... A, like a you know when they say you're attracted to your abuser does this not Stop kind of read him? like that that's why i'm saying this is this doesn't to me this doesn't help it jonathan in, in any it doesn't way. help him it doesn't all. help him this doesn't help this i'm not saying listen she recanted all you know she said she didn't he didn't do it everything was recanted so you got to give jonathan that like okay cool but these sex messages they say a different story something happened she collapsed and passed out why is this woman collapsing and passing out? What happened? That's all I'm saying. Like the lawyers are gonna be like, "Yo, so why did you collapse and pass out? What happened?" Mm-hmm. So this doesn't this doesn't help. These text messages do not just, go back to the text message. If she collapsed and passed out, how did she get strangulation marks around her neck? Was he doing CPR wrong? I just don't. Right. Hey, listen. She said nothing happened. Uh, look look at just how life can change so quickly. Go above this one. See, did I, you leave your keys at 9 a.m.? Boy, does life change at six. The next day. Down. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, six on the dot is weird. All right. Now you're getting to Vans versus Pumas at that point, <laughs> 6 p.m. on the dot. Um, I mean, I'm with y'all. It does read a little odd. Yeah, this doesn't um, this doesn't this doesn't, doesn't help, help his, his image any. Um, I'm not sure if this is gonna do anything as far as legally, mm-hmm. but image-wise, people reading these text messages, and if these are these are alleged text messages, we don't know if this is 100 percent true and this is from the lady mm. but um this doesn't read like something just happened and he never did nothing put his hands on her this reads like a cover-up you know she's assuring that you know she didn't tell him anything said this didn't happen it's not true um but she collapsed and passed out she said i just want to know why ladies p- collapsing and passing out i um, told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone I feel like this regardless will affect him and then we're going to go down to every comparison of every actor that's probably guilty of this shit that continues to get movies. Question. $250 in food stamps or dinner with Jonathan Majors? Oh my God. I don't know. Rico's going crazy right now. I don't want to be affiliated with anyone. I'll take the food stamps. $250 in food stamps or two minutes and 50 seconds in a ring with Jonathan Majors? Why, why would I want to? I would just take the why food would stamps. Why would I want to fight? Because you've been taking boxing classes. You've been, well, right, right. But I, yeah, I'd like to spar with the people that I work out with. I don't. Yeah, I mean, and just don't go, don't just, put that. I'm taking boxing classes. That, relax. Yeah, are no. you not? I spar. I don't take classes. Oh, he's oh well, you can spar. So <laughs> two minutes and fifty okay. seconds sparring with Jonathan Majors, Mister Spartan. I don't. I'm not trying to box with him. I don't know him. <laughs> he looked like he got reach. <laughs> you don't know him. You got to know who you sparring with. Of course, you crazy. Yeah, you got to know who you sparring. Whoever's in the gym, who want to fight? There's Let's this whole the thing ring. called weight classes in boxing. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. Nah, man, you, you wanted to throw me uh, at Basketball City with the kids from Cooper. I'm yeah. not doing it in the boxing ring with him. Yeah, get in the ring with, with Jonathan. Why not? Why? You were the one that was talking about him. You get in the ring. I'll get in the ring with him. Why? Because yeah, I'll get like, like, what's the, what's like the upside. What did he play in Creed? He was a boxer? boxer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not getting a fucking ring with him. <laughs> what, Wait, it was just a movie. What did you think, he, did you played think he played in Creed? Creed? I didn't see Creed 3, so I don't know. Oh, sorry. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he was. I don't know you if he worked he was, at the concession stand and at the, the fight. I don't know. Now, nah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that big, strong motherfucker working at the concession stand? I don't stand? know if he was one of the judges. I don't know if he was the ref. No. He, I didn't see Creed he, Three. He was the opponent. Yeah, he was the opponent. He didn't, he, didn't get in okay. shape. he didn't get in shape like that to sell popcorn. And I'm telling you, from the little bit I know about boxing movies, you train <laughs> for like those movies show, for yeah. real. Yeah, so just train, continue to spar. Like, like Will Smith doing. moved his hips when he smacked Chris Rock. Yeah. Like that motherfucker has a stance. He so, knows so how to no, fight. So you wouldn't, get, you wouldn't spar with Jonathan Major. I've made that very clear that I would. Oh, okay. But you would. Yeah, I would. How mm-hmm. tall is he? Pause. How is that a pause? All right, he's six feet, 75 kilograms. I don't know. I'm an American. That's a, he's 165 pounds. Okay. Six feet, 165? So he is not six feet tall. No. Because he is huge. Why is he not six feet tall? What are you talking about? Because you're not that big, like, he's in mass shape, wise. No, that doesn't add. Muscle, muscle, he's, he's weighs, a muscle weighs a lot. He's a Hollywood six feet. Like, that. he's not actually Probably six good feet. 5'10". Yeah. I'm still, I still think I would lose that fight, I'll be honest. But I'm sure. it makes me think that I, could, I would go in the ring at least. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You just said you wouldn't. I didn't know he was that at you that. You said I don't know him. There's <laughs> no way he's 165. I'm six feet. I'm look com- com- comparatively. I'm six feet. I'm not I'm comparing about, you to him. I'm like one. I'm looking at the Google images. I'm 175 ish, and I work out like I, you know, keep up. But there's there's are we have the completely different body. Like he. That's no, we know. We didn't think you had the same on. body type as him. <laughs> I mean, I got, come on. Don't do that to <laughs> No, we didn't think. Like I just want to let you know. We didn't think. No, we didn't get confused. I spar. I spar with you, Rory. We can. I would love to. I've, I've taken a couple of boxing classes. I'll spar. I'll do it. Can we record it? For sure. Okay. If y'all want. I got reach. And me and Maul. Uh, we could do the podcast boxing one. That's, that's the real one. Uh, Gilly, another one. I know Gilly can fight. Gilly gonna wash out in every sport. I've seen uh, Gilly <laughs> box. He can box. Uh, you know who can quietly box too? Andrew Schultz. Oh, yeah. He does. And hoops too. And Schultz. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, Any hoops. Yeah. I wouldn't fight Schultz because I know he is. No, he boxed for real. He's big yeah. too, pause. Like Dang. he's got reach and height. I don't have a good enough strategy to be able to box someone that tall. Yeah, he got length. That shit. Now that I know that he's Hollywood six feet, I would lose, but I would still get in the ring. Okay, so now that you have more information, like yeah. you feel better. I spar with people you feel six better. feet. You feel better going into the ring with him. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know the measurements of his torso to arm ratio, but. <laughs> <laughs> I could ask Lipstick Alley. They'd probably know. Oh, yeah. Um, so yo, the whole dinner with Soldier Boy, two hundred fifty thousand food stamps. I don't know why y'all should. I would take the dinner with Soldier Boy. I just think that that would be a fun ass dinner. Is I felt like Soulja this Boy? was disrespectful. But we also don't. You also don't need two hundred fifty dollars in food stamps. It depends on who you ask. Yeah, but I mean, it's Soldier Boy. It's Soldier Boy. It's dinner with so like you're gonna. It's gonna be a funny. It's something crazy is gonna happen. Like dinner with Soldier Boy. Dinner with I don't know uh, who's another crazy Charleston White. Dinner with Soldier Boy and Charleston White are drastically different people. <laughs> and they? I know this is based off the uh Jay Z whatever shit. Soldier Boy is a businessman. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of business shit. He's adapted in every single era. Like, put some fucking respect on Soldier Boy's name as far as what that dinner would get you in LLC Twitter. Soldier Boy can tell you what time it is. I just want to sit there and just see what he would order on the menu and just laugh. Like that would be my Chicken whole thing. fingers and fries for I'm like, sure. I want him to tell a story. Nah, I think you got Soulja Boy fucked up. Who, me? Nah, Rory. Talking about chicken fingers and fries. Oh, no, I just think so- I think he could afford the filet. I just feel like he would lean towards the chicken fingers and fries. I just think it would be a funny-ass dinner. I think we would sit there and be laughing. 
I w- I would definitely want to hear some of them crazy ass stories he be telling. Would you crank that? The with true him? ones. Would you definitely what? not cranking nothing? <laughs> would you what? Crank that? What's he talking about? I just feel like we all owe Soldier Boy a lot of apologies. Why? I don't. Even I don't down even down to his antics where we thought he was lying. Like when he did one of the funniest interviews in internet oh history God. with Vlad. Yeah. People tend to forget. Like imagine that, that over Vlad dinner. also interviewed those guys like a year later, and they said, "Yeah, it was true." <laughs> So yeah, it was hilarious when Soldier was like, yo, get the gat. Like, nah, nah, I knew. Like, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but it was true. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Imagine that story over dinner. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's how we're gonna ask him about, it, are you? No, I mean, I would I would want to hear it though. <laughs> yeah. I would I would definitely want to hear that story again. Fuck. Like, yo, come on, man. Tell <laughs> tell that story again, man. Tell me about that story. The way he was shooting is so fucking funny, yo. So over filet mignon. So funny. But if you think, because what gun did he say you had? That was just been nine millimeter, right? Yeah, like the kickback, that was accurate. If you got one hand on a nine, you, yeah, you're doing you're doing off. this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I just love the fact that it, it was a real story. Like <laughs> everybody killed him for this and was like, yo, get out of here with this shit. And it was real. It really happened. Also, the whole Soldier Boy did it first has been a great running bit. Oh, I love that. He really has been at the forefront of a lot. He's like kind of like the Ray J of shit. Well, let's not put out false information. He lied like shit on this interview, but he did end up actually shooting someone in his house. Yeah, I mean, he added, he added for entertainment purposes. He no, he said the story. guy was dead. The guy was alive. Yeah. <laughs> the guy got interviewed. He added to it, but the fact that it was a real situation really happened. He really shot at some intruders in his home. like mm, and, and caught him in the ass. Yeah. And, and wouldn't pass the gun to, what's that producer that he works with? A-Rap? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I can't give you the pistol. Sorry, nah, I A-Rap. can't give you the pistol. <laughs> that shit was legendary. But I, I do think Soldier Boy needs more respect. I think it's antics, it even, cool. even when he was talking about that shit with Breakfast Club, when he was saying Drake, all that shit. If you listen to what he's saying, he is telling the truth to some degree. Drake. He's just a performer. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people did steal his flow. A lot of people did take all his shit. He's been around for a while. Who stole Soulja Boy's flow? Drake. 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 <laughs> I'm not letting y'all get that off, man. Tell okay. Me. No, no, that interview was really That's, going That was on. a Soulja Boy song, which is fine. Like, no one's... No one's saying Drake, Drake can't do that. Drake has records before that. <laughs> no, we know, but not like, like that, that specific though. song. <laughs> yeah, that, that track. Okay. And other, and other, a lot of artists. Jay Z, Young Chris, Drake, Soldier Boy, same shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm screaming. Uh, another person. <laughs> I, I'm not going. I'm not going to fall into that. All right, cool. Another person. I tried. Uh, Maul has to put respect on is Lil Wayne. You have a little bit of, of Wayne hate in your. He heart. had to have fun. Why do y'all keep? Why do y'all keep saying that? You do hate Wayne. I just. I, I do not. I love Lil Wayne. I'm just asking. Why do y'all think that Lil Wayne is a better artist than other, some artists that I ask? Well, I pay what? attention. You just called him Little Wayne with two T's. That's how I know you respect him. <laughs> you hate He's Wayne to us. Little, little, little Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, but you Lil added two Wayne. T's. No, I said Little Wayne. for phenomenal. Yeah, like no. I just asked the question. Do Do you think Little Wayne is a better artist? Artist, not rapper. Then do you think he's a better artist than Rick Ross? Do you think he's a better artist than LL Cool J? That's all I ask. What should we start with? Let's this was all off camera. Or. Everyone that's wondering what we're talking about. Either or. This was the debate during pre-production. Maul came in and started with Wayne versus LL, which sounds like a very weird debate, but sounds like as far as rappers LL. go, they probably do have one of the longest Why do you think that's a weird debate? Different eras. Different eras to some different degree. Eras. Different type of music. So when you versus somebody, it has to be the same era? That would probably be more Generally ideal, speaking, yes. yeah. That's what the only thing they have in common is you said who's a better artist. They both have long careers. That's yeah, the most think, they have in common. Who's little, little Which is Wayne, hard. Little Wayne or Snoop Dogg? Who's a better artist? Two Stop different generations it. too, no? Wayne. Artist. Uh, Wayne is a better artist than LL Cool J and Snoop Dogg. He's not a better artist than LL Cool J. I think you a little hate yourself there. 
Why? Y'all, t- y'all got you don't even. I'm know, also too. You know young. why I don't I'm like? You. That's why I don't. That's why I don't like that. Then say that. The first, the first don't LL say, Cool J CD say, I bought was ten. All right, but don't. So, so then don't say. Album. But don't just say Lil Wayne if you don't know LL's catalog like that. Well, you asked me a question. Yeah, but you can say I don't have enough information <laughs> to answer that correctly. But that's not fun for podcasts. Yeah, yeah no, it so, is. It is fun for so podcasts because it's honest. Podcasting is about being honest. We, we want to be honest in this show. I enjoy Wayne a Millie verse. Mama first. said, "Knock you out." I'm going to Millie all day. I'm going to Millie all day. I'm going to Millie all day. You know, I'm 32. I appreciate Wayne's rapping more than LL Cool J's rapping in his later years. But when you talk about full songs, like a song, like a song, I think that LL Cool J makes better songs nah. than Little Wayne. Nope. Okay. It's just unfair because LL is a pioneer and like yeah. they were starting the genre. So it's a weird comparison yes. in that way. By the numbers. But if you were to ask me that skewed oh, please, question, do I'm, that. I don't we're care. We're going to go by the numbers. Why are you going numbers, by man. the numbers? By the just numbers I think, but I also matter. think Wayne no, had don't. it easier to create okay. better music. That's not hip hop. Yeah, you going by Billboard. Like, Billboard's not hip hop. I don't think it's a fair debate in LL Cool J's defense because I think Wayne had it easier to make better music and had more resources okay. and had like, that's where it's not fair to me because Creighton lounging at that time is insane. It's way crazier than making the Carter three at that time. L- Little Wayne, Mrs. Officer or LL Cool J's love you better. Love you. Love you better. Yeah. They're different. Mrs. Yeah, they Officer got a melody on it. Around that the, melody. Uh, crazy. J-Lo, the J-Lo, J-Lo version? LL Cool J, Roundaway Girl or Little Wayne, uh, you, right, you're only go- love. Don't do that because Wayne's, oh, nah, ba- nah, Wayne's bag is don't not the, the, the girl records. That's yeah. LL's bag. Oh, so, so what bag you want to get into? Rap. That's not rap? He's, LL is That's rapping on rap. Love You Better. What are you talking about? He's rapping, rapping on it. LL Cool J is a really, 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 really good rapper. I'm just, he's yo, one of the pioneers. My point, my point, is, saying this, my point like is saying this is that. Rapping. Listen, man. LL told us we needed love. Wayne taught us how to love. Mm. It's all connected. You don't even mm-hmm, see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, did, I didn't catch that one. I'm just saying. I, I just, I just like to ask certain certain things like this because I think one, people don't really understand how great of an artist LL Cool J is. You think Little Wayne is overrated? Do I think Little Wayne is overrated? What was last? What was Little Wayne's last? Man, we album? asked you a question. Do you think yeah, Little Wayne is overrated? Overrated. Sorry, that's it. overrated. You I asked me over, a crazy question. Overrated as an artist? Yes, that is overrated. Thank overrated you. as an artist, he can I put do. some weight on. Yeah. Overrated as a rapper, no. Lil Wayne. But who's is who's one of coming the out and rappers. saying that Lil Wayne is the top artist ever? Who's saying that? No, he's I've never said that. Rapper. People talk about Wayne not being ever, the best rapper, but he thinks alive. he's one of the greatest the artists, rap artists ever. Oh, I I definitely think he's one of the greatest he's top ten rap artists artists of all time for sure. I think he's. I, I think, think you could actually debate more on the rap side as far as a artist. Oh, yes, Wayne is fucking one of the the greatest rap artists that's ever existed. Wayne, to me, he's one of the greatest rappers. You talking about just rap? Let, let a nigga just go rap. Uh, there's no argument there. Wayne, Wayne is one of the greatest rappers well, ever. Artists, easily, you would say. He's I'm not just saying, artists, artists. Is he even top top twenty for you? Oh yeah, top. Well, 20? let's define. Okay, yeah, so let's 20. clarify this and let's let's make it clear and concise. What defines artistry to you, right? Because I said that I don't believe that Bodies Kanye work, is albums is top five. That's ludicrous. Rappers, but I think he's top five artists. And Julian said I was a fucking. Oh, lunatic. Wayne is one of the greatest. I mean, Kanye's one of the greatest artists ever. There's yeah. no debate. Yeah, that's what I said. Sure. But I don't think he's one of the greatest rappers of all time, which is a there's a difference. So that's why I said let's define artistry in comparison. I'm talking to about albums, being a rapper, songs. Like when I say art, that's what I'm talking about. You're okay. like, I'm talking about your catalog of your, your albums, your songs. Like 
That's what I mean with artists. Okay, the type so, of record you make, including mixtapes. Okay. So off mic, you said you don't fuck. You know, you said Wayne's mixtapes don't count. Yes, I don't really like to count mixtapes because it like. But that's a body of work. You can't. Yeah, but it's, it's but, from that era too. But it's LL but it's, was from that era. But it's different it's, making mixtapes. It's different. It's different with mixtapes because a lot of the times mixtapes you're taking a beat that's not yours, and it's kind of like you're just like it's like kind of like just drawing in the lines, like the outline, everything the shell is already there. You just painting them with your lyrics, but okay, any but rapper would do that unless you're making your own. Yeah, beats. but when you say artist, I'm saying like I rather take albums because most of the time on your albums you're taking songs from scratch. Like that song was built for you. That's the first time we ever heard that beat. That hook is yours. Like that's what I mean by albums. Albums is more is more of that on an album. Mixtape, you take a beat that was hot. Somebody had it. All right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do my thing on that. Boom. But like Wayne is, which is still an it's an art to that. But I, I'm leaning more so like, what does your album sound like though? Like, give me your album. Okay, so you don't think Wayne at the height of his mixtape era puts out the record "Prostitute"? I can never pronounce that last word. Flange, whatever the fuck he's talking it's about. It's fine. We get it. That's yeah, fine. yeah. That's not shaping the next twenty years of hip hop, and that was on a mixtape and to some degree original beat, and he's singing. Is that not a one of the best rap artists? Like, I could pinpoint that exact time when he was on mixtape singing. Over original beats. That's oh, a rap. That's a rap oh, artist right, to me. It, but if you, of course, you could get Kanye, Andre, everyone at that no, Wayne, time. But Wayne, Wayne was the the biggest rapper, and then I'm not took saying, that melodic shit to another I level. Think you're saying I, I'm not saying Wayne isn't a rap artist, but everything you're saying right now in your debate for Wayne, mm. I'm saying that LL has done that he's for the, rap he's, and more. He's probably one of, if not the most important pioneers when it comes so, to how music so, sounds so now. This, for sure. So I this, agree. That's all I'm saying. That's, so, that's all I'm asking. But we move this conversation away from LL because this is about your thing with Wayne and you thinking that he is an overrated artist. That's why we are talking. How can you not? Well, how can you not discuss his? You like the Carter Four? Yes. Do you think that it's? Do you think that people have it as the the best in the Carter collection? No, I don't think anyone would say that. So. The Carter two three are the ones that we go those, to. Those are the ones that one A one B. So that was what two thousand and eight, two thousand seven was probably the Carter three. Okay, two thousand five was Carter two. I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty that's, sure Carter that's 16, three was eighteen years ago. Okay, where we go to the, the the album that we all is like, yo, this is like the the one that we go to. Mm-hmm. Like if you're talking about introducing somebody to Wayne, you would go to those two albums, Carter two or three, right? Uh. But that's, I think that speaks to Wayne's artistry that you can't really do that. Because I would say the Drought 2 would be a way to introduce somebody to Wayne. Before nah, I would even go to Carter 2, Carter 3. Now you got to go to the Carter. If you enter for the first time, you got to go to a Carter. Okay, then I would do Carter 2. And that in comparison to every big artist you're thinking of that would say, what would be the album you take? Carter 2 stands up with the rest of those albums. I'm not saying it may be better, but that's in that conversation. So how, like, as far as Carter influence, how he changed the sound, everything. How could you not say Wayne? Like, Ross, to me, you could argue has a better discography than Wayne when it comes to albums. I'm, that's a preference, but I'm also not going to argue with someone that says that. I, I get it. I mean, but as far as impact, changing all of this is an preference. artist, the motherfucker Wayne is way above Rick Ross. No, I mean, if you're talking about influence and all of that, you start adding those attributes in, and of course, we know that. All of these is rappers impact today not part are, of are Lil artistry? Wayne's, like, sons, all these rappers today. Mm-hmm. These are all Wayne's babies. Like yeah. We know that. I'm not taking nothing. I'm just talking about the album, the discography, the bodies of work. That's all I'm comparing here. That's all I'm talking about here. I'm not influenced. He's one of the most influential 
rappers, artists that we've had in our culture. We know that. That doesn't even need to be debated. So Un- how does that unf- not go into his artistry? Unfair comparison with LL at that point then because LL was one of the biggest rappers ever in his peak, right? For and at, sure. that, at that time, it was just albums, get you a single, get you a video, disappear, get you a single, get you an album, and continue. Mm-hmm. Wayne was the biggest rapper in the world and was putting out fucking four mixtapes a year, an album. He did 100 features. Spock was putting out volume and yeah, quality. Like four or five records on the radio at once. We can deal with, let's deal with what's tangible. We don't know that LL could do that. You don't know that you don't know that LL could do what to create put that, music out that value to survive that in an value. era like that be the biggest one and also compete with what's going on under him which was mixtapes which was features he yeah, could he could have disappeared he was the biggest artist in the world at that time right and all he did was put out mixtape after mixtape there was not a single month where Wayne did not have something out that was also quality at the same time that's Again. that's something you need to put on his jacket that you can't with a lot of artists. Work ethic, but I, work ethic can be cool. Quality. Everybody work don't ethic. have, but, but everybody don't have work ethic. Work ethic. A lot of people have work ethic, but shitty uh, product. A lot of people have good product, but shitty work ethic. Wayne has good product and good work ethic. I think. It How goes, many artists have that? I think it goes back to uh, again, and this is the beauty of hip hop coaching and the music. Like you are, you're revered to a lot of these artists, depending on the time of the music when it was out where you were in your life, how old you were. Sure. So like, I understand what Wayne does for that gener- his generation of people that when they, you know, they found Wayne. Mm. I know how important he is. I don't, want, I don't want that to go lost in what I'm saying. I just think that there are other artists, when you're talking about just albums, songs, discography, career, that Wayne, they put, they just put Wayne when they make these lists. We're talking about these lists. When they make these lists, it's like they put Wayne above a bunch of artists that it's like, but wait, how y'all just throwing him above these artists like that? Like, do y'all really know? Like, you don't even know LL's discography. You don't know. I do know it, but I wasn't there per se to feel it in real time. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but a, an artist like LL, nobody would have LL over Wayne on their list of top rap artists. Well, people from his era would. Like, you know, like people that's making these lists today, it's like LL gets overlooked. And it's like, whoa, did y'all forgot about who this dude is? But now if you told one of the dudes that was outside in the 80s and the 90s, they'll, that all these artists, these rap artists, they'll be like, yo, y'all got LL twisted. Oh, no, for sure. But that's why lists are fucked up because the beauty of hip hop is that it- Evolved. Yeah, like it elevated to another level based off what LL and them did. And Wayne also, we still identify as a rapper. LL has done so much other shit. Like we don't look at LL, but and, that, just and that's part of it too, though. I agree. That fucks people up. Like when when movies, yeah. Once you get once rappers, once face. rappers get into like heavy acting, mm-hmm. it's like their rap shit almost gets deleted. It's mm-hmm. like damn, y'all forgot like what this did, dude, what this dude did in rap, like what he well, did for rap. There's he, people who don't know that Will Smith is a Grammy award winning yeah, rapper. He's artist, the first yeah. rapper to win a Grammy. Yeah. John Cena is a uh, Grammy winning rapper too. Well, I guess I'll ask this question then. It's true. As far as the nucleus of hip-hop, which LL is a pioneer, are we allowed to say that carrying on and adapting to what the world was to carry hip-hop to the next level is just as valuable as the pioneers to some degree? Yeah. Like, why why can't we also give a pioneer stamp to Wayne as well, moving into the internet era and into the younger generation to carry hip-hop to a whole nother fucking level. Why doesn't he also get the same respect? No matter what, if there's no fucking Grandmaster Flash, I get it. But we can't just 
all of a sudden be like, all right, well, Flash is above every DJ that's ever existed, even though these DJs have adapted and pushed the no, culture that, no, just, that, as, that's, just as far as yeah, Flash did with starting. Of, oh, yeah, but no, but I wouldn't. Who's saying that Wayne didn't push the culture? I'm just saying if we're going with LL being that pioneer, and that's a big part of this argument, I'm also saying Wayne is a pioneer. He 100% is a pioneer, but I'm just saying that in, in today's conversation of top rap artists, LL gets overlooked more times than I agree. Not. Yes, if that's your point. Like that, then like LL gets overlooked more times than not. And, I, and I'm, I'm at the point, I'm like, wait, why don't y'all sit down and really go through LL's discography and his albums and his songs and really like remember what he did for the game? Tenth album has two singles from that album are in his highest billboard shit. Like that's, inc- he has one of the longest careers and this longevity is not celebrated. I'm with you all the way. Just when it comes to that type of pioneer stat, I think it's unfair what we do to the second generation of hip hop in that regard. They are pioneers as well. I oh, don't no, think absolutely. hip hop doesn't happen without LL to where it is, but also hip hop's not the biggest genre in the world in 2023 without Lil Wayne specifically. That's oh, no, a pioneer. Wayne, to me. Wayne, Wayne is Wayne is Wayne is a pioneer. Wayne is a is a is a trendsetter. Like I said, all of these artists that today they look like Wayne. They probably try to sound like Wayne. They got tattoos and all shit. Like they, it's the Wayne aesthetic. He changed Down the to way his name the whole little yeah. Era. Like he changed the whole way that rappers just the aesthetic of what a rapper looks like. So we know Wayne's influence. We see it every day. We turn on our TVs or open our fucking social medias. Like we see it. I'm just saying that in that. Let's not lose sight of the ones that did that. What Wayne did mm-hmm. before Wayne. That's all I'm saying. It's like, like how you was quick to say, nah, Wayne. It's like, but whoa, you didn't even think about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yo, hold on. Like, don't, let's not forget about what LL did. Like, well, I'm a nerd, forget. so I can think about that question pretty quickly with some knowledge. But this is like, if you I'm not just saying it off rip because I grew up on Wayne and not on LL. If you want to take this to ball, it's I bought like, 10 when I was 12. Wilt Chamberlain was like the guy and then Mike came around and now it's like, we're not saying what Wilt did for the game wasn't, or Bill Russell, take it like war it wasn't great or important or impactful. We just know this version is better. That's more or less the same argument. And I know as someone that would argue Mike is the greatest, you can see the point where he's trying to make. You can have those OGs, the pioneers, the people that really laid the foundation because of the work they did, other people have come along and have done it better. Are able to build off of that skeleton and create more. Make better. Like, I want the highest iOS right now. But we fucked Doesn't take away from the, yeah, the first one is the the goat. Yeah. (laughs) We get you, but nah. It's elevated because of the first one. But yeah, I, I get more. I get Maul's point on um, we need to respect the veterans. But the people making these lists are fucking twenty-one-year-old kids. They don't fucking know anything. That's why the lists are so subjective, and we argue and talk about. But no, them that's so what much. this conversation is about. It's just to yeah. bring light to like, yo, hold on. Yeah, I need to go look at dudes like LL's discographies. Y'all but need to my go look conversation, at his body I was asking you, was how you saying that mixtapes don't count against somebody's discography and making them an artist. And then I brought up Fab because when people talk about Fab, they're not talking about his albums; they talk about his mixtapes mm-hmm. for the most part. So well, that you would le- take away damn near his whole career if you don't count mixtapes against his artistry. I mean, but Fab has again. Fab to me is one of those artists that change the way we even view a mixtape just as much as Wayne did. I agree. So it's like 
we get the summertime shootout series. We get the soul tape series. There's no competition. The, yeah, like Shout all of that. Drama. Even even when Fab was doing the the freestyle Friday shits, mm-hmm. like all of those, you know, that was like pioneer. That was like he was making a whole nother lane. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I count that. But at the same time, when we talk about Fab, we also say like, yo, we need, we need more albums though. Even if even with all the mixtapes and shit, people still say, "Yo, but we need we need another album." What was the? I, the, I don't know. Like, I think people ask for more mixtapes from Fab. People don't and, be asking for albums. And also, nah, Fab came, from, came Fab. from that lane with Clue. Again, I'm sounding like I'm riding Wayne's dick, but I think Wayne being the biggest artist and still focusing on mixtapes before the next Carter really made a lane and forced the biggest rap artist in the world to continue to do mixtapes. Yep. Because if the biggest rapper's doing it and he's smoking these shits, mm-hmm. I can't be above mixtapes anymore. Fab yeah, no, comes from sure. that lineage. For oh, sure. absolutely. I'm not saying Fab was doing it because Wayne was doing it. He comes from that lineage. Right. I just think Wayne made a whole different lane in mixtapes because he doesn't come from that, but made sure if you are the biggest artist on earth, you can't say you're above mixtapes because I'm the biggest rapper right now and I'm murking you on mixtapes and albums. No, so everyone I, had to continue I, to do. I, I go further than mixtapes. that. I think I think Fab, I think Wayne jumped into the mixtape shit because he's such a hip hop head, and he probably always wanted to do mixtape. But doesn't that also benefit people like Fab that come from that? Oh no, when the, because when the, he's when I'm the greatest artist is doing Wayne. it, when the, when the hottest artist is doing it, of course it's helpful. It changes what everybody else does. Absolutely, it brings more value to what Fab was already doing because mixtapes are going to be taken seriously. But Fab definitely needs albums though. Like he needs to put out like. To me, right now, Fab, it's a lame why like Fab could because for whatever reason, people still don't respect Fab enough as a rapper for me. Like I don't I don't hear people talking about Fab enough as a rapper. I agree. For me. Fab got albums, mixtapes, the young OG project, which I thought was underrated. Like, if Fab decided right now to really like, yo, I'm about to really just flood shit, it, it, like Fab could really fuck the game up right now. Because he has that ability. And he has the, the song making ability. Lane is wide he can open. rap. He can bar you to death. Like he has classic records. Like he has like like he could really like take over and really like, yo, listen, I'm I'm better than all of y'all. Aside from the ones, you know, the GOAT, the Jays and Nod, I'm t- all of those guys aside. I'm talking about the ones that are still like moving around active, doing features, doing that. A lot of these dudes can't fuck with Fab. I mean, I think Fab's the best quality Fab has is that he didn't focus on that. You mm-hmm. and I know Fab could rap for real. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, a Drake thing to some degree. Like Drake could really rap, but it's focused on other stuff because he makes good songs. Mm-hmm. He has witty shit to say. Mm-hmm. He dumbs down shit on purpose sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think Fab's, I think that's Fab's strength that he could rap so well, but knows when not to. <laughs> I need a, I even need some a... of his freestyles that are looked at as crazy is Fab dumbing himself down mm-hmm. to make those freestyles better. Mm. So I. Yeah, I think that's actually the. We need a, we need a new Fab album. Yes, I need more picture captions. We need a new Fab album. Uh, I would love to get another Soul Tape this year uh, around the holidays, if we could. But uh, definitely, I want to. I need a. I need another Fab album. I love the Why shit. Is that, that not another Soul Tape. I don't get it. I don't know, man. That's I think what, he wanted to end it at. Is it three. streaming? No, I don't know. I think samples. He, is he scared? Because you can't just put mixtapes out anymore, and it well, wouldn't so, be worth the work. That just Soul to Tape. Put it on that Soul Tape mixtape series is. Easily one of the Phenomenal. best sure. mixtape um, series ever. Phenomenal. Yeah. I'm with you. Ever. Even the summertime shootouts. Like I know people didn't like the last one. I thought it was some joints on there. How no, many summertime no shootouts are there? Were there two? Incredible. Three. There were three? three. Yeah, so he does three because there's no competition had three. Soul tape had three. Summertime shootout had three. So if anything, he would start a new series. I, Even the freestyle Friday shits. Bring that back. 
He every Friday he was just dropping mm-hmm. a freestyle like shit like that. To me, I think now more than ever it makes sense to me. I mean, I you know I'm not an artist actively putting out music. I mean, I put out a podcast. Subscribe, so uh, <laughs> download all, all download each and every episode. But yeah, um, but you're not wrong, especially with monthly subscribers being one of the most valuable things to artists when it comes to everything outside of the music. Mm-hmm. If Fab kept putting shit out every Friday, yeah, that would help his monthly subscribers like you would not believe. What about Fab putting the album out on Patreon? Ooh, like hmm. a mixtape. If it was promoted right, yeah. that would that's where the the challenge would be Ooh. making sure people know about it have to pay Fab, the five have, bucks. Fab having a releasing the album only on Patreon. I'm with it. Listen, man, I just give it out of this. I just be having shit in my head sometimes, Rory, man. What if I he released it on our Patreon? I mean, mm. we had to listen to, <laughs> Don't listen say to, to that mm. terrible idea that would never happen. Yo, Fab, yeah, let's do a Fab listening session on our Patreon. And then the album, I guess he could put it out on his Patreon. Mm. But uh, we got to have it first because I, I threw that idea out yeah. there. Speaking of which, should we, should we go over to Patreon? You have anything else to say? Beforehand. Um. Well, yes. Rest in peace to uh, Clay Evans, man. Uh, sad news out of Atlanta. Uh, rest in peace, Clay Evans. Huge figure in Atlanta. Uh, cool, solid individual for years, man. Uh, loved in his city. Loved in throughout the entire industry. Everybody has nothing but great stories about Clay. Um, just always, you know, took time to give encouraging words. Uh, great personality. Great character. Just a great person. Great man. Uh, he passed away uh, earlier this week. So rest in peace to Clay Evans. Prayers and condolences to his family. Uh, T.I., uh, Lil Duval, everybody, man, his, his his close friends, his family. We praying for y'all. Uh, and also rest in peace to Lance Reddick, actor Lance Reddick. Yeah. Notorious from The Wire. Uh, we lost him uh, earlier this week, too. So rest in peace to Lance Reddick as well. Prayers and condolences to y'all families. And the um, whole lineage of, of The Wire, too. You know, like. Yeah. Just lost Michael K. Williams yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And obviously we know how many actors were on the wire. Like mm-hmm. that that lineage goes very deep. So prayers to everyone there. Uh so we we'll take the story. We'll take the rest of this uh debate over the Patreon, I guess, Rory. Yeah, we celebrate uh, some other things. Damaris's birthday over there. Uh we swore we weren't gonna have a horny Patreon. Somehow I went down that path. Just it wasn't affair- that horny. It was super horny. It was it, more it, educational. It, it was not the plan to go that way. Somehow it went down that way. It was so fucking horny. <laughs> You know, I just think we should wrap it up. Uh, listen, man. No pun intended. Any plans this weekend? Probably. Uh, shout out to the Knicks. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be looking at Twitter the entire time, just being that kid at the window wanting to play outside at Dreamville Fest. Yeah, yeah. Just for curious sure. to see what's gonna happen there. Okay. I'll just be looking for all videos and be like, oh, that looks fun. Uh, shout guys, out to the Knicks. Uh, I didn't speak to Julius. He, uh, he, sh- I think he sprained his ankle. I hope Damn. that it, that's all it is. I didn't speak to him yet, but the Knicks look good. Uh, playoffs is in like two weeks. Yeah, we have, we have five more games left on schedule. We're at, we can hold the five seed, yeah. uh, which is best case scenario. So uh, The Lakers looking shaky. Hopefully we get to that play-in. Um, <laughs> I hope they don't. I, I don't know, man. It's just it's looking, it's looking shaky for my Lakers, but, you know, you it think, is what uh, it is. You think Bronny should be in the McDonald's All-American game? He was. I seen a, a meme going around. It was saying that Bronny looks like Turbo from Breaking, which I thought was hilarious. He got the same haircut. Yeah. And he kind of looks like him, too. I just but think yeah, he definitely deserves to be in a McDonald's game. I think it's funny that the athletes are now tailoring their shorts and jerseys with the McDonald's logo on it. Tailoring their shorts and their jerseys? To be smaller and skinnier. Oh. Well, I mean, they're wearing the, the shorter shorts now. That's kind of like the thing. I just feel like McDonald's like, doesn't really promote that, but it's cool. 
Short shorts. The hip hop. Like it made more sense when they had the baggier shorts and jerseys back in the day. Yeah, but everything now is more tailored, more, you know. Mm. Soon they're going to have all the athletes are going to be, the basketball players are going to have a one piece on. It's going to be like a, a swimming suit. I was about to say like a, a track meet. Yeah, it's going to be like a, a track meet. <laughs> Throw them in a singlet. Yeah, it's, I see that happening soon. I could definitely see that happening. How much uh, did Bronny score? He had 15. All, it was all three. I think he had five threes. Okay. Yeah. All right, 15 all American game. I take it back. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he definitely deserved to be there. Mm. Definitely deserved to be there. Uh, shout out to DJ Wagner, uh, Dewan Wagner's son. I, I like his game a lot. I really like his game. His, his his dad was easily one of the greatest high school basketball players ever. It's good to see like all of the guys that was like nice in my era, like their kids, their sons. Now Carlos Boozer's son uh, is, mm. is 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 playing is playing really well too. He's one of the best players in the nation. So it's it's fun watching all of the guys that I grew up watching, seeing their sons now entering the McDonald's game and, and, and going into college and NBA. I don't want to do gender wars looking at this photo, but this looks like a bunch of high school boys. <laughs> now, I would like a picture of all the women from their high schools to see if they look like this age. Mm. Julian, okay. you have to... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss that on Patreon at some point. Because uh, this is nuts. This looks like high school kids. Yeah, until you stand next to them. Cool. Right. I'm talking about in the face. Like these look like oh, yeah, yeah. their age. Yeah, yeah. But well, women boys, their age. Boys develop. If they posted on Instagram slow. with their girl in high school, it's gonna look like a little kid next to Larsa Pippen. Stop. <laughs> little girls develop um yes. face oh, that, wise oh, you and think brain that's wise. what I'm talking about, Demaris. No, I'm you not, are highly I'm not mistaken. talking about oh, you're talking about the I'm way talking that they about dress makeup, how they dress. These chicks is doing makeup tutorials at 14. They look like 25 year olds. Not the ones that's playing basketball. No, I'm talking about the ones they're dating in high school. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're wearing Gucci, Louis. How yeah. do they afford this? You know how they afford it. Bronny's NIL is worth $7 million. <laughs> Jordan's That's like, Bronny's son. You think Jordan's he ain't got like it? $75 when I was young. These yeah. kids want Gucci. Inflation. Yeah. These kids Christ. want Gucci. Girl just wanted a Gap hoodie when I was in high school. That was it. That's the, hard. the Nikes Gap. that they sold at Foot Locker, like readily available, was what I was going after. Yeah. These kids want to go to Soho. All right, well, we'll talk to y'all on Patreon. Uh, have a safe weekend. Be safe. Be blessed. We'll be back in a couple of days to kick it with y'all. Uh, a lot of good music out this weekend. Download, stream it. Uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No, warrior, 